Thank you for downloading this episode. Let's chat. This is Chris. We are pleased to have Topher Davis return to the podcast for his second appearance. Topher was nice enough to come down on his vacation. I believe he came down for the day to Rhode Island to use our beautiful beaches and then swung up to Providence over the Cat Cave and sit down with Mike and I. Uh, There will be some shakeup to the show. Uh, Mike has left. There will be no more Mike. I didn't mean to say that twice, but I'm going to leave it anyway. Um, Really no big story. I like to think of it as the Simpsons episode titled You Only Move Twice, where Homer gets a job working with Hank Scorpio for the Globex Corporation, and then Homer gets the thing he wants, and it wasn't all that cracked up to be. And I like to think of myself as Hank Scorpio in that scenario and Mike being the Homer Simpson. Uh, Just, I don't think doing the podcast is what Mike had envisioned. Uh, We had a lot of fun together. It did take up a lot more time. So there's no great big blow. But hopefully you like me enough because I will be continuing the show. I'm going to be changing the name to Let's Chat with Revel and Friends. And I'm going to have some rotating co-hosts. And I want to uh, continue on with theme episodes. That was something we always kept talking about. And we did one with the Sopranos. So hopefully that will be coming around. Uh, but this episode with Topher was a ton of fun. Please let us know what you think of the show at Let's Chat Pod at gmail.com. And please let us know if you have any guests you want to come on. I am always looking for guests. And thank you for listening. Here's this episode with Topher Davis. Yeah, I well, thought we were just fucking around. That's, we, that's how we. <laughs> we've we've, we've kind of changed formats, where we don't ask as many questions because we found it was it just wasn't working as well. It tends to flow naturally. Uh, well, you're our highest rated podcast guest, and yeah. not by a little, by like a consistently. Big, big I think you were at like 157 downloads last night, and there's been like 33 for you this month. And there's been I, congratulations, <laughs> but what's your secret? And come back and get us famous. I have no clue what the secret is. I guess we'll have to see how today goes and see if what the no first one, one was a fluke. If it was, I don't. Know. I think it was description based. I think you were like, we talk about Nickelodeon and the yeah. Goo Goo Dolls and things that everybody's experienced at one time or another and has an interest in. I don't have cable, so I haven't seen Nickelodeon in like four years. So what's on there now? Anyone know? Do you have little sisters? I have no idea. Yeah, but she doesn't want. She's too old for Nickelodeon. Uh, you I have was, uh, a younger sibling, right? I do. How, not but old enough to be like going home and he's watching Dora. He, no, he's 16 now, but... What um, do 16-year-olds do nowadays? Uh, he plays a lot of sports. Fucking loser. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's probably good. But, um, no, I was scrolling through actually last night, and there are additional Nickelodeon channels deep in the uh. guide, like in the one or two hundreds, and it's like Nick Games and Sports, where they play all the old, like, figure <gasps> it out, and... Stuff Nickelodeon like Guts? Ah, oh, figure Guts, it out. Guts, yeah. Pleasure the um, Chris said, uh, Topher said not to ask about Nickelodeon things. That's the first thing I did. <laughs> that was the first thing yeah, he did. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, so there's other Nick channels with, like, flashback stuff. I don't know what's on the real Nick I now. think at night they do... Well, the Nick at night now can't be the stuff. our Nick at night. Not, no, my I, Nick at night was, like, like the Nick tunes. They do stuff the Nick my parents night. watched. So I was watching, like, I Love Lucy and, like, yeah, Mark our and Nick Mindy, at night was great. I Dream of Jeannie, like, I got to know all the stuff from, like, the 50s to yeah. the 70s. Now Nick at night is, like, Fresh George Lopez. I'm like, yeah. what, how the... What? Was it... Is it Nick Rewind or Throwback? Or what is it called? Stay Where they do, like, uh, the Nick tunes. The old Nick tunes at night. 
I don't know. A lot of that stuff never made it to DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they show like Hey Arnold and all that stuff. Aerial Monsters and all that good stuff was on Instant for a while, but not anymore. Not anymore. Fucking licenses agreements. The only thing I'd go back and watch again is Doug. I love Doug. We talked about Doug last time, and you did the thing. Just act as if no one heard the last one. Well, what are you guys watching right now? Apparently, everybody's heard the last one. Yeah, fuck sorry. Veronica Mars, but I'm ten years too late. What else? I don't know. I just finished. I'm watching reruns of The Office. Everything ended. Like Brooklyn Nine Nine had a stellar first season. Mm-hmm. Silicon Valley. I just finished the series and series a season finale. Veep. Just like it's not fair how funny that show is. Do you watch Veep? No, I want to check you it out. You would though. love it. I think I would. It's like I need to check it out. It's funny. It's dead on how politics are. Like I said, it's like a comedic version of The West Wing, where it's actually how politicians are. Scummy. They swear. They're all shitheads. They are just. Inflated it's like egos. House of Cards, which is one of my favorites. Oh fuck! But Such a good show. Right uh, now, I'm not really watching anything because it's nice out. I used to have DVR, and then I record all my shows and watch them when I could. And for the past year, I haven't had DVR because I got kicked out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> I had to move had. in with some old guy that has every channel in the world but no DVR. So I would um, rather have no channels and DVR, or like I'm with uh, you on exactly. That. I so, don't. Well, I think it's not like an age thing for us. Like we don't. I don't watch TV the way TV used to be. It's like I don't care when shit airs. That's uh, my time. Exactly. Well, I don't know when ev- everything airs, so I can catch up on a little bit on demand, like all my sitcoms, um, and my Showtime shows. I. How did you think How I Met Your Mother ended? Um, I didn't see it, but I heard it was horrible. It was way too much build up for the ending that we got. I'm not gonna. Spoiler alert! Anything, but I th- I was really down. I'm not, no, I'm not current with it. The first what seven or eight seasons are great, and then the last season. I didn't see the last season, but my understanding is they spent an entire season showing a wedding that doesn't matter, and then you f- and then the whole ep- it's like the whole last season just didn't matter. I didn't see the whole last season, but I made sure to watch the finale. Yeah, and then I heard um, it was kind of out of context. How I Met Your Dad got canceled. They, they're not. Yep, even they're not going to do it because of how bad that went. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but they're doing a Boy Meets World sequel. Oh, yes, Girl, Girl Meets, Meets World. World. That's gonna be epic. That it, was one it, of that was like childhood perfection. Oh I watched that in my college years too. Did you? And if I had, it, now I'd still watch it. I, I don't hadn't know. seen it in years, and I noticed it was on a few weeks ago, and I watched like two episodes, and what, I felt what, like I was twelve again. It's a what year? Was great. Like what? What are they in college? No, it was um, later in the original run. Oh, that's the good stuff. Yeah. You know you know John in our office? Yeah. He knows everything about Boy Meets World. Really? Every detail. I forgot how it ended because I don't think I ever saw the series finale. I remember them going to college. I kind of stopped watching when they went to college. Cory and Tavango get married, and they go on a honeymoon, and that's all I remember. I think Girl Meets World is supposed to be like their kids. Yeah. yeah they're so they're going to cameo on it. They have a daughter. How do no, you they're going to be in it on a regular basis. Are they? They're, they're going to be the mom and Sean's dad. St- yeah, yeah. But Sean, like Eric and all that going to be in it? I don't know. I guess, I don't know. Did you do Boy Meets World, or is that like out I of your realm? I was never huge on Boy Meets World. Like, I watched it, for I sure. I might have watched it more in syndication. I feel like there's a lot of shows I find, like, later on. I'm big, I, if it's on Netflix, I'm all about it. That's, or Hulu Plus. That's been my thing lately. 
like for the past year is Netflix. I haven't been keeping current with my normal shows except the stuff on Showtime because I can get that on demand. Oh. So the last season of Californication's on right now. Which is that I've, the company? I'm obsessed with. I love that David show. Duchovny. I'm so sad. That Who's the girl from Louie? Is it. me in that show? Like that's my life. Who's the guy from the girl from Louie? She's on it too. Oh, Pam Alden. Uh, Pam. Yeah. I love her. She, She's great. Well, Stephen Tobolowski, who. We, I think we talked about Your him boy. last time. My boy. Uh, his character was married to him at one point on the show. Oh. But she's been a recurring character through all the seasons. She's awesome. I um, think she's so hot. She is hot. For an she's older lady, she's like 40-something, but yeah. she's hot. She's got that no, I think she's older like, than that. Voice. She's, she's, be like 50. she's tan. She's like short and tan and Italian-looking. My type. This I is the Pamela. Yeah, she's like she's, Hollywood like royalty, too. Like Her dad was someone. Have you guys seen Lucky Louie? Yeah, it was all right. He was her wife. Yeah, it's on HBO Go. She she was his wife. But then she tried. But then he. That's how Louis came to be. Is because, um we were talking about Louis. Um, he took a pay cut for that show too, because he for where he, you know his success, he could be making so much more. But he wanted to create a freedom. Well, they offered him a lower. They offered him a higher amount of money, but they said we want some creative control, and he said no. So yeah, he said something like, "I can do it for like fifty grand an episode or something, including everybody's salary, mm-hmm. if you give me full control." Plus, he does like helicopter. Um, I heard him talking on must have been on there and, uh, about like how he's in con- like even is deep. He's even involved with like the union contracts for the crew, and he works with like the same crew forever. Such he's a, a talented fucking dude. He just bought somebody famous's house. I can't remember who it was. I just saw on Facebook the other day. He bought this old mansion on Long Island that belonged to somebody famous. Yeah, how much money he is? It just weird because he kind of presents himself as like a, a schlub, but he's a multi. I mean, he is a schlub, but he's definitely got money. Although on comedians and cars getting coffee, he was like, he owns you know, I bought a yacht. I shouldn't have bought a yacht. I can't afford a yacht. And Jerry's like, Come on, you have yacht money. He's like, No. If you're going to buy a yacht, you need to be able to afford 10 yachts, and I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure he's doing fine. This there's, mansion he just bought was like $5 million. Yeah, I'm sure he paid cash and doesn't have a mortgage. Shit. You know what I've wondered? He's divorced. He but is divorced. Career, and he used to talk about being married in his early specials, but mm-hmm. you'd think he'd be women would be throwing themselves at him left and right. I wonder I mean, if he's going to get, get married sh- again. I think he said that he has no problem getting pussy. The problem is sustaining a meaningful early. relationship. But um, well, he's not that good looking. I mean, he's not, no, but, but he's, he's funny and, and he's funny. famous yeah. and he's rich. Um, he's kind of a dick. He's kind of a dick. But he's he, great. One no, of his I specials, he, he goes. Um, so I was on this plane. And I was flying first class, and he's like, "I okay, I was flying first class because." And he's like, "Like, forget about it." Well, I fly first class. Okay, I'm better than you. Yeah, I do things that you don't do. Okay. Yeah. He's like, it's probably only for another six months, so I won't get used to it. But for now, yeah. everything you do. I do ten times better. Yeah. Well, like, look at Jerry Seinfeld. Like he's, he's his rich till the day he dies, no matter what oh, he yeah. does. He's got a collection so he of has, like five hundred Porsches yeah. and all the homes he could possibly. He can do whatever want. he wants, basically. But you know what? He's got character because he's got all oh, that great. money. He's got fuck you money, and he still goes and plays small comedy clubs, and he still goes out and does he, um, shows all the time. I read an article where he did a high, played a high school in Long Island. He went on Twitter. He's like, "I'll be playing at this high school." He showed up in an assembly for twelve people and performs. That's awesome. He shows up at the comedy cellar all the time. I would love. To, I would kill to see him. Oh my god, his I tickets are so much money. Really? I want to oh see. Him. He's going to be at Foxwoods. I know. Sometime soon. He's going to be in Worcester too. At the uh, he does like uh, uh, small cities too. Which is, is he still awesome. writing bits? Yeah, he d- he yeah. doesn't do anything but new stuff. 
He doesn't. Wow. Maybe he'll come back. I've heard he'll come back and do like a classic here and there. I didn't know he was still writing stuff. Yeah, kill. He did like five minutes on the Tonight Show, and it was incredible. It's like the phones. We've gone so far with the phones. I saw um, like this roundtable he did on YouTube. It was him, Chris Rock, Louis C.K., and Ricky Gervais. Oh, um, what's it called? Talking funny. Yes, uh. and they were. Talking about they were they were arguing whether you should recycle jokes or whether you should start with all new new material and I think um, his point of view was you need to have new material you need to keep creating and I think Chris Rock came back and said well yeah you do but you also need to do some of your more famous bits because people are paying all this money to see you and they want to see you do that yeah it'd be like Dennis Leary not singing I'm an asshole. That's why people are coming to see you. You yeah. have to do it. You know, you can't go see Led Zeppelin and they don't play Stairway to Heaven. That's why people are there. Nirvana did that, I think. Nirvana were a bunch of They're dicks. prima donnas. But that's things have changed in the entertainment industry. I think now it's like artists are very, very, very aware that you are paying for their service and they're going to give you. Because that was yeah. the thing in like the nobody 90s. makes money off selling albums anymore. It's no. all from touring revenue. Mm-hmm. So if you want asses in the seats. Buying tickets, spending good money, you know, fifty, sixty, hundred dollars on a ticket. Fuck. You need to give them what they came for. And there's always going to be the handful of like super loyal fans that are like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I'm you sick of well, hearing all these songs. I want to hear all the like. Like I never got to see the White Stripes, but I saw Jack White yeah. with his band uh, a couple years ago, and he played Seven Nation Army at the end, <sighs> just as a crowd pleaser. I hate when people yell stuff out like if they're going to play, it's going to be at the end. Just suck it up. Just, just. Just wait. Be on along for the ride. Comedy is different than music because, like, like, I just went to go see Doug Benson. And it was great. But, like, I don't – hearing a joke the second time doesn't feel as funny as the, same, the first Sometimes time you hear music. Sometimes it is as funny. Sometimes yeah. even though you know the punchline, it's kind of like watching sitcoms. Yeah. I read something that said, like, there's only five sitcom jokes. There only has ever been five sitcom mm-hmm. jokes. But somehow they keep reinterpreting Twist them it. and twisting them to make things fresh and new. So you kind of know where it's going, but it's still – Entertaining. Oh, you know who I just saw maybe two or three weeks ago? Aziz Ansari. He was I at the Vets. Him. You saw him live? Yeah, second time that? I saw him, completely different set. I would love it to was see maybe him. two year gap, and he had a whole new hour. I would and love it's, to see him. He's a different type of comedian. I think he's my favorite because it's very storytelling, and he's it's not he's not like a club comedian. Well, maybe he is, but in a theater, he controls the stage. Doesn't want, don't yell shit out, and he takes you for a ride. And he's so. I love how funny. at the beginning of his new special. He told people to take pictures. Yeah, he does that live. And that, don't do it later. Just take all the pictures. You I went want to that now. tour. Like, I yeah. saw that in the casino in Connecticut. Oh, really? And it was one and of the funniest. He had someone like fake yell at him from yeah. the front row and stuff. And then Ron Funches opened up for him. This is at the Vets, which isn't like a comedy. I'm wondering how the Providence comedy scene's doing because I just saw Doug Benson at the Fet, which isn't a comedy club. And then they had uh, Eugene Merman and Kurt Braunholer at the theater on Broadway. What's that called? The Columbus Theater. Columbus, yeah. And then the Vets had comedy. Like I like that we're getting like. Is Benson funny in person? Oh my god, he. Yeah, like he's funny, but he's more off the cuff, just joking around. Funny, he's not like Aziz. You could tell that he has worked at it so hard and he's so meticulous, and he has beat by beat by beat. And Doug Benson is stoned to shit and gets up and just fucks around, who, and it's funny. Who are like some of your favorite stand-up comedians? Se- Seinfeld's like all time top guy. I love Seinfeld. I love Louis. Dennis Leary's my favorite. He's a Worcester boy. He's angry. He smokes a lot of cigarettes. He's my kind of guy. Is he your spirit animal? <clears throat> he might be. He's I a great producer. His mother as well. once. Wow. How? I worked at AAA in Worcester, and you know Worcester is a big city, but it's also kind of a small town. People just go to local places. So 
she came in, handed me her card. It said Nora Leary. I had just gotten done reading his book, Why We Suck, and he <laughs> talks about Nora all the time. So I'm like, Nora Leary. There can't be a million Nora Learys. No. So I kind of whispered to her so my coworkers wouldn't hear and be like, oh, what is he doing? I was like, are you Dennis's mother? She was like, you know my Dennis? Oh my Isn't Aww. he doing so well? Like, sweetest little old lady. He's a producer for uh, Mark Maron's TV show. Did you guys ever watch Rescue Me? No, yes. is it good? I never did. One of my favorite I've heard shows. It's very good. So is good. that USA? So well done. So well FX, written. It was on FX. This is going now. It's done. Wow. I believe it's on Netflix though. You should yeah. really watch it. It perfectly blends like it's kind of like a male soap opera because it's got you know the drama and stuff, but it, it so well captures like the camaraderie in the firehouse. Uh, they kind of make fun of one another. Like, oh, yeah. You're a fag. You're a stupid asshole. Blah blah blah. But yeah. then when it gets down to it, and they're in the heat of things. They'll give their lives to save the others and shows the torment of like 9-11 on them and alcoholism and stuff. It's, new, it's, it's, NY. it's really deep. It's N- NY. Yeah. Hmm. So good. I don't know if I listen to tons of stand-up. I'm more of like sitcom or TV <coughs> movie. I definitely watch a lot of sitcoms stuff. and I watch a lot of like hour-long Showtime yeah. shows. Like I love like Seth Rogen. Um, there's a guy in the Mindy Project who's also on The League and he's on That Midnight. So I think his name's Ike Barinholtz. He's like my new favorite funny person. Who does he play in the league? Um, he's only uh, he's Gibiati. He's one of the rotating characters. Mm. Remember when Mark Duplass's that character dates some girl from high school as a bully? It's her brother. He's only on it a handful of times. Do you like uh, those realistic, com- like yeah. Thirty Rock, The Office? Love Thirty Rock, Love The Office, Love Parks and Rec. Like the single camera, it's yeah. Always sunny. I love those. I, I need to get. I on can't that. get into. It's always sunny, uh, and I love Danny DeVito, but. Something about it's really weird. Although, the first time I saw The Office, I hated it. Me too. I didn't like the single camera kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So I didn't watch it. The first time I saw Arrested Development, I hated it. Me too. I just went back and rewatched that this year, and I was like, (gasps) oh, yeah, it's so good. How far are you? I watched the whole thing. Even four? Even four. Did you like four? I liked four. The premise was weird, the way they set it up, and it was a lot of backtracking and going forward. So I like the original episodes better, but I didn't think four was bad. Oh, you, was it Charlie? I'm looking forward to the movie if it ever happens. Charlie Day lives in Rhode Island. I was just gonna say that earlier. He lives Providence, or? where I'm working now, the main office is in Middletown. Oh, he lives out up. there. Oh, no way. Actually, him and his wife just bought uh, a house in Middletown. There was some Buzzfeed. Wow. It's like favorite, famous, famous, mm-hmm. famous, or James Woods lives here too. For the people who do watch, it's always sunny. They probably already know, but Charlie Day's married to the waitress character, LeBlanc. In that show, in oh. real life. Yeah, and Dennis, no, Mac's character is, or Mac is married to D in real life. I like what FX has done over there. They really have uh, let some great programming it, go through. It's the same with Always Sunny. They FX started as a great network. They let people just be themselves. Yeah. They started with a super, super low budget, It's Always Sunny, and like a $2,500 camera. And it w- they were just four <laughs> buddies, and FX was like, all right, we'll pay you nothing to do this. And then it exploded. <sighs> He's gonna give us. If someone gave you and me twenty five hundred dollars for this show, we'd be like, I, I would retire and buy buy a house. <laughs> you wouldn't. Have, you wouldn't know how to spend it. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Put a new MacBook. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that'll take the whole budget. We would. We'd pay for all the equipment we bought. <laughs> Maybe pay some of our guests. How do you guys feel about uh, Better Call Saul? Looking forward Can't wait. to it. Cannot wait. You know, I don't know, man. But do you want it just to be? Because I, I do have. I also have this mentality that some things need to just be dead. Like Star Wars, they should have done the three and let it be. I also don't give a shit about well, Star Wars. He, but so but keep in mind that he wrote 
yeah. nine of them yeah. originally. I'm the wrong one to argue with Star Wars. That's not my, my forte. I'm actually very excited. But, yeah, I don't know. Bring I'm that Matt percentage back over here, and he'll talk Star Wars canon for another two hours. I'm excited about Better Call Saul. I, I, Saul was one of my favorite yeah. characters. And well, I love Bob Odenkirk. they're doing it as like a prequel, so it's not going to no, be it's like... No, both, it's both prequel and sequel. Is it? So Brian Cranston and Jesse can still come in. The thing is, I feel like Breaking Bad is bitch. so good. He better be dead. Like, what the fuck is that news uh, that he might not be Right? Dead? Did you see that? It's like, don't do this, guys. He was very vague, but Brian Maybe, Cranston was kind of Brian... like, well, his eyes were open at the end, so... If they you know, do, you don't off. know. He's a jokester, though, so maybe he's just pulling yeah, a lot of I think he was just pulling the guy's leg that was interviewing him. It has to be giving different. him some hope. Like, the feel of it has to be more comedic, I think. Yeah. Or they can't. It's supposed to be. Did you guys like Odenkirk before Break? Like, I, I liked him way before Breaking Bad. I only know him from, like, Mr. Show and a few other That's things. all you need. I yeah. hadn't seen any of the stuff he had been in. Like that, I could remember, but as soon as I saw him, I was like, I feel like I know this guy. But he's in everything. I love like his voice and just the way he kind of like. I never saw Mr. I found Show. out in real life he's like a super hardcore Republican and he's a real asshole. So as a person, I don't like him, but his I acting he's phenomenal. I he's an asshole in all the things he plays too. I hear Brian Cranston's super nice in person. He's supposed to be like the nice. sweetest guy in the world. He seems Aaron really Paul. I like. Well. Um, I'll go back and watch Malcolm in the Middle now when it's on. I watch like, on Netflix all the so time. Br- like, they had like a joke that Brian would do anything, so they'd purposely try to come up with obnoxious things for him. That's why he's like in his underwear so much, because <laughs> he just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> do you guys watch animated stuff like Archer, mm-hmm. South Park? Bob's I have an Burgers. Archer cup right here. I've only seen Archer a couple times. Dude, you'd love it. I'm it's still so a huge pretty. Family Which Guy one? fan. Which one have you only seen a few times? Archer. It's I haven't so seen Bob's Burgers at all. Love Bob's. Uh, so uh, they kind of look dumb to me. I never. I liked The Simpsons when I was little. Now I don't like it. I Gold. pretty primarily mm. for animation. I'm still into Family Guy. I want to go. It's back not as good watch. as it used to be, but it's still my favorite. Hey, his new movie looks good, but it I does it, look. Really I heard it didn't do well. That doesn't surprise me. People are like, oh, that stupid Family Guy guy. That's what I hate when people like shit on movies that are just supposed to be like a no, good no. time. Ted yeah. was fucking brilliant. Ted, Ted was, was awesome. Hilarious. I love Ted. You know exactly what you're gonna get. When of you course, go it's not like, like we're gonna win Oscars and no. stuff. But it's a funny movie, and Mila Kunis is in it. You get to look at her for two hours. So. I wasn't looking for Citizens Kane and Ted. I like I knew it was just gonna be Mark Wahlberg exactly. being a Boston boy with a teddy bear. It's but funny. It was hilarious. I'd pay money to see the. Uh, what is it? A thousand million, ways to million die. Dollars dollars yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah, I'm definitely seeing it's it. It's the same. Certain movies, I feel like, you go and you know that you're not going to have to be too critical. You just pay mm-hmm. your seven or ten dollars and just enjoy it. Seven. Sometimes a, after a long that? week Man, at work, Man. you don't want to think. You just want to go and laugh at something stupid. Like I remember wanting to go see uh, Need for Speed with Aaron Paul. Yeah. Not because I thought it was going to win an Oscar, but because it was cars exploding Whatever. and driving and fast. And it's Aaron Paul. And I'll it's like, what uh, the fuck? Man? Yeah, bitch! Drive fast cars. I want to see Ninja Turtles for that soul factor. Ugh, fuck, dude. Megan Fox. I don't really like her. Dude, I know. That's Why the fuck does he keep picking her? Whatever. I mean, the first Transformers movie, for better she or worse. She used to be hot was. in a trashy way. And then she had a kid... And she's seen. She just looks weird now. Something went downhill. Isn't she married to the guy from Nine Hundred Two One Zero? Who? Brian Austin Green. I have no idea. Brandon. Okay, can we take that out so no one knows I knew anything about Nine Hundred Two One Zero? And we're not. (laughs) In fact, the whole episode is like Chris Revel, huge Nine Hundred Two One Zero. Well, that's not untrue. I was a big fan. No one else did the Nine Hundred Two One Zeros. No. Peach Pit. All right. Stop talking. You know what? 
and this might be embarrassing, but I'm going to fully admit it. I fall asleep every night watching the Golden Girls. Oh, you know Mitch Hurwitz. excellent freaking uh, show. Creator of Rest Development came out of, like, he's a writer for that show. What era was that? Really? He wrote, that's how he, like, uh, it he came up with ADRD. Mid-80s to early 90s. Wasn't Betty White on that? Oh, yep. yeah. She's the only surviving member left. Blanche. I, I had always liked it. I used to go visit my grandparents in Florida. Such a great show. When I was a kid, show. and my grandmother would have it on, and I liked it. I was like, old people saying dirty things. Like, I've never funny. seen it. So inappropriate. And so now... Um, I just recently discovered, oh, I get the Hallmark Channel, and at night, it's Golden Girls for like two hours, and then if I'm still up, it's Frasier for an hour, Cheers for an hour, and then you I like Love Cheers. Lucy for like three hours. Cheers is my all-time favorite sitcom. I've watched all 11 seasons I went to the bar like many, many times. Ago. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've been to the bar. Which one? There's two. Both the real one and then the fake one. I went to the real one and Hall. the fake one. And then the fake one for some dumb reason. I was like, why didn't we just go to the real one? Um, is it cool? I wanted to sit in Norm's seat. I didn't have time. Uh, but... I sat in Norm's fun. seat once at the fake one uh, during a snowstorm. I was dating a girl that went to school in Boston. I went in with her, and I w- went from BU alone to Faneuil Hall. And mm-hmm. Nobody was there because it was, like, blizzarding. And I sat in Norm's seat and drank all day to keep uh, warm and then walked back to BU, and she still wasn't like mugs the way that they yep. Frosted mugs. I have actually I got a – It's not an exact replica, but the bar is the same thing. Right. When you walk into the real Cheers – you go down those stairs. They didn't film it there, did the they? The door is the same, but then inside is really small and cramped, and the bar isn't a horseshoe bar. Are you talking about the one in Faneuil Hall? The real one. Where's the real is one? It's not the same. It's on Beacon Street near the State House. And they didn't film okay, it in Boston. See. All right. So that, right. They filmed outdoor scenes in Boston. Anytime you saw them like walking the down the stairs or in front of the building, or there was a couple episodes where they were like hanging out windows of the top of the house and stuff, that's all in Boston. The finale was filmed. Um, well, they showed the finale. Um, they had like a tie-in with uh, the Tonight Show, and wow. they had rafters set up on Beacon Street, and Jay Leno was hosting, and all the cast were inside the real bar watching the finale. And then Aww. they did. They were all on the That's Tonight just Show that night. Such a classic, good, such sitcom. a great show. It is regarded as like the best sitcom, and it ever. doesn't. It always flip-flops. It's Seinfeld and Cheers always go back and forth. Or I Love Lucy because they, like, invented the sitcom. They invented multi-camera. If they put Seinfeld on Netflix, I'd never leave my house. I know. Some I would. Lo- I have never world. seen every episode of Seinfeld in succession. Me neither. I'd love to. Well, Most of them movies. don't really have anything to do with one yeah. another, but sometimes they allude back to an old relationship. Or There's a lot of callbacks but for the superfan. I would love to see that. With the Puerto Rican Day Parade, they never put it back on TV. Indulge you revel for a quick sec. I was watching a supercut of Sopranos Murders uh, from season one, uh, and it made me realize how much I like miss watching it. And I think I'm actually gonna go back and watch the whole thing, uh, not right away, but at some point. I think I'm gonna rewatch the whole series. It's like visiting old friends, and you find like, you pick up new stuff too. Like when I finally go back to watch Breaking Bad, it's, I'm gonna wait a couple more years. I can't wait to do that again. To do what? Or rewatch Breaking it? Bad again? Yeah. Oh, that'll that'll be great. It's old friends, you know. Or like, I don't know. Should I rewatch Orange Is the New Black before the new season? When is that? Coming? I don't That's think like you need a refresher. June sixth. June. Yeah. Three or four days. Fuck. Turn off the podcast. I, I won't go watch. Not wait. Did you guys I like love that show? Orange Is the New Black. Oh yeah, it's it was interesting. Both I, uh, of the Netflix series, the, House of Cards and Orange Is the New Black, they did good. so good. I, I like House of Cards better because I like politics and Kevin Spacey can do no wrong. But He's out of control. And David Fincher's brilliant. The, the guy, the creator. So good. So good. But I know um, 
I, there's another I haven't seen The Sopranos, though. I need to see The Sopranos. Some people don't like it because it's dated as all hell. The I first don't season, care but if it's it catch, dated. It catches up pretty quick. I like what the old s- mobster stuff. Well, they're stealing, like, <laughs> they're trying to hide some new technology, and I think it's, like, DVD players. Because <laughs> it's right in that cusp of, like, 1999. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can remember getting our first DVD player. It was like, oh, yeah, too. so cool. None of my friends had them. I'd be like, come over and watch a DVD with How me. big was it? Huge. It was, it was, yeah. Now you can get them. They're like this big. It was as big that. as a VCR. Basically, it was a little thinner, and people were like, "This is the new." A lot of people thing. don't know you can play DVDs and Blu-ray players. Of course you. Can. Oh yeah, like a lot of people. Like, I only have a Blu-ray. That. I don't even have a DVD player in my house. Talking about Orange Is the New Black, yes. season two. Buzzfeed said uh, season two doesn't disappoint. They've seen know. it already. I honestly wasn't super super into it until like it got towards the end, and then actually it was only the very last scene of season one and i won't ruin it for people who haven't seen it but like the very very the very nice scene, act that she did uh out outside yeah <laughs> what <laughs> happened and then the, the season ended that's it wasn't until really? that i was i was on board so much earlier than that. i was on board oh, i was after the first episode yeah i was like this is brilliant but that that moment for me really kind of like donna's coming or the woman what's her name laura pepperin pepperon whose character she's gonna be on a couple episodes of this season but she's coming back for the next season who are you talking who, who, and orange uh what's she uh, piper's girlfriend ex-girlfriend yeah. Oh, from uh, I always think of her from, from that, that seventy yeah. show. Yeah. Oh. yeah. What else has she done? Has she done anything else? Uh, Nothing of note. Uh, not yeah. that I know of. I feel bad when I always say that, and then you go look at her IMD page, and she's done like a million things. Yeah. T- ten, ten solid years of Shakespeare theater and like nonprofit work. When like, you were know. on that seventies show, yeah. Well, I didn't watch that you towards have the to end. Up it. Yeah, for well, people to that wasn't too hard to up. Did you guys watch that show? Yeah, some of it. I didn't really watch it when it was on. It, it's one of those shows. This is how we got talking about Nickelodeon last time. Cause I was talking about shows that I'd never really wanted to see, but if it was on, I'd watch. So that happens now. I'll be like, 300 channels, nothing on. Back to that 70s show. Okay, I'll watch it. We were talking about last time about everything being separated by a certain number of degrees from Hitler. I think oh, Nickelodeon God. is more <laughs> I don't know. apt. Did Hitler everything comes start back Nickelodeon? to Nickelodeon. Yeah. At some point. Well, the Golden Age of Nickelodeon. There is a book. I think it's called The Golden Age of Nickelodeon. I'd like to get it. but It's, it's probably written by somebody from the 90s. Yeah. All about the 90s. Someone who hated Nickelodeon. But that it's, it gets into like real deep stuff and like the company at the time. And it was it was, it was was a very progressive and innovative, not like politically, but innovative company in the way they did programming. And then it got bought out by Viacom and everything went to shit. But that's usually how it always Nickelodeon works. Nickelodeon Studios in Florida like isn't Gone. there anymore. It's some, no, it's, it's something just like else. A, the building mm, looks the same, but it's, it's just not, an office building. No gack what is, what is on Nick now? What, I have no what, idea. What is their you asked that before. I have no idea. Dora, maybe in the morning. Like, do they still have Nick Jr. and like Face and it's, all that? Snick has been been around for what? How long? Snick hasn't been around in years. The orange couch isn't still floating Wait, around. Snick was Saturday Nick, right? Saturday Night. Are you afraid of the dark? All that, dude. All yeah. that. Um, Keenan Thompson, show. only one. Oh all that stuff. And then... All that was like, got it. It's got that was always followed up by like, Nick at Night started and it was always a block of I Love Lucy. Someone in our office great. the other day made an, a reference to a Nickelodeon... Oh, God. Was it our office? It was the, the Amanda show. Man, oh, man, man, oh, it was the agency Amanda training show. day. I what had no idea what that was. And everyone's like... The Amanda show? My no. favorite sketch from that show is when they're in a car in a parking lot and it's Amanda... She's the judge, and there's a lobster in the back seat. Do you remember that episode? Have you seen that? I'm like a little maybe too. I might have been a little bit too old the for kid all that. Never saw that. that too, yeah. Amanda show. I was too I old liked, for uh, it. I liked Block Blister, which is totally dated now, but it was like, well, how old are you? It was supposed to be Blockbuster. I'm 27, and you're 29. Okay, see, I'm 23. 
Bro, so we're missing some I actually I think I caught some I think I caught yeah. different programming than you guys because I used to watch like Ren and Stimpy. Yes, I Doug, Hey Arnold, Doug. yeah, uh, Pete and Pete, Bug Juice, <laughs> bug Camp juice. Bug Juice. Did you listen to our Andrew Costa episode? That was on a Disney. Lot though, of not Pete on, talk. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Bug Juice. I used to love the, the Disney Channel original movies too. Oh, uh, you know the kid from Johnny Rip Tsunami? Girls was my favorite. I had such a crush on the girl that was yeah. in there. Which one? Rip Girls. Oh my God, dude! Yes, she was so hot. What's that? Because I was like 13, and like, she was like 13. Yeah. She's running around in a bikini. I was like, damn. It's this girl like, like, who like moves to Hawaii, Hawaii yeah. with like what her dad's there or something, and she's yeah. like goes surfing she's and shit. She's learning to surf and yeah. whatever. She was a hottie. I don't remember the premise a lot, but I remember her enjoying her. <laughs> she's no Melissa Joan Hart, I take it. What's that? That was no, my teenage no, no, crush. No. Not not Sabrina. She's uh, Buffy, you mean? No, I no. It's Clarissa. Yeah, yeah Clarissa explains it all. Buffy was Melissa Joan Hart, right? Sarah Michelle Gellar. I'm, so, I'm thinking yeah. of Sabrina. I'm a fucking She was idiot. Clarissa. She's not part of the Josh Whedon universe. See, I don't really remember Clarissa yeah, or Pete Maybe and Pete. it was terrible. I don't remember. That was probably before your time. It's something I, I haven't know. seen or I watched it. since. I liked her brother, Ferguson, the best. Remember Ferguson explains like it all? He was a snotty little motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> Fresh Prince, man. Her little boyfriend, Sam, like he'd put the ladder up to her room and climb in. Like, that wouldn't be allowed these days. Remember he'd that? just the hair climb flip? a ladder up into her room and it would always play like this guitar chord. Like, when the ladder came. So you knew he was coming. If you listen to our last episode with Andrew Costa, um, yeah, the way it will be posted. It'll be the one before that you'll be. Um, we talked a lot about Pete and Pete. <laughs> So what's like what's a, t- really like a TV show that like if you're at home and you're flipping through the channels and it's on and you're not doing anything you're just hanging yeah. out at home that you will stop to watch that show I don't have cable so I don't have regardless that of anymore. if you've seen the episode. Um, Seinfeld is always one. Seinfeld's a good one. Early Simpsons. Uh, Big Bang Theory is another one when they have like blocks on TBS. If I get home, no matter what my day was like at work or how stressed out I am or mm-hmm. tired, if I see a block of Big Bang, I stop right away. It makes oh, me feel good. Is that your way to like unwind? Great unwind. Are we the only two people who don't watch that show? Or do you watch it? I've, I don't. I've actually I've just never I've seen, seen an episode. three or four episodes. It's not on. It was so Actually, this is a good Hulu. time to bring this up because I wanted to segue into this. I don't want to get too deep or too dark. I got nothing like, else to do. There was this article recently about that kid, Elliot Roger, who shot up US, what is it, USC? Not USC, or Santa Barbara, or whatever yeah. that recently happened. And uh, Quite the some segue. guy wrote an article um, <laughs> and. Uh, he cited Big Bang Theory because he was talking about how misogyny was a problem with that shooting because the kid was talking about how much he hated girls and stuff. Yeah. And he was saying that he was knocking Big Bang Theory, saying that it, like, perpetuates the stereotype of nerds not being able to get girls. Yeah. And that it, it, it perpetuates the stereotype that, like, if you're a nerdy guy, you have to just want girls from afar and not be, like, good enough for them. And he was kind of knocking the show, and I was like, "Why are you taking it so?" S-? I was thinking to myself, "Don't you take it so seriously." <laughs> like, I don't know about that. Guy's I mean, it was state. That's not even true, though. And maybe the first couple years it was kind of like that, but now because I guess they didn't even introduce some of the female characters. All the later. main characters have girlfriends or crushes mm-hmm. or. Wait, his argument was he had to kill people because of misogyny. No, well, no, because he, he. I didn't read his letter because I his, wanted to be happy in, that day. In, in his, um, he made a video, his manifesto, his manifesto, and in it he basically was just saying, and I don't want to get too too into it. I don't know enough about it. I've kind he of. He basically was just saying, you know, yeah. he never, the girls never paid attention to him, and all these guys well, were getting all these girls. Maybe so. because he might kill them. Yeah, he hated, he, <laughs> that could be a problem. But whatever. It's, I've always noticed in my life, whenever I blame women for anything, it, it just turns out women tend to talk to men that talk to them. They tend to what? Talk to, uh, speak to men who actually talk to them. Talk? 
talk yeah. to him. And, and you know, maybe they will shoot you down, but I yeah. I think maybe he's going for the wrong it's I mean but he okay, was obviously on Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he's Leonard a different person. Is after Penny. They're totally different people. She's like the hot blonde girl next door that every guy wants and you know, he's who's the nerdy scientist. Sheldon's but girlfriend. Who is Sheldon? Uh, or did oh, they ever date? At what's any her point? name? Dark hair, glasses. Um, she was. I've only seen her. In, I only remember her. She was the, Blossom, <sighs> Maya Bialik. The episode where he uh, wants to get closure on stuff, so she does a whole bunch of stuff to him, but like except for the last part, so he doesn't get. Have you seen that episode? Yes. Yeah. That's a funny one. I just. I, no, I, I don't see the misogyny in the show. Um, Not misogyny, just the the stereotype of like nerds and all that crap. People like him should, you know, you have to know what you are and who you are. And, He's a different kid. You know, that kid. Ugh. It's also a fucking the fictional girl TV next show. Next door is probably gonna go after the jock or you know the surfer guy. But like you said, you never know people's preferences or what they like. You Changes as you know. get older. But oh, for sure. They do. Yeah. Like uh, in our office, uh, our friend Becca's fiance has a Scooby Doo tattoo, and I'm like, every time I talk to her, I'm like. Your fiance gives men hope everywhere. You can't have it all. I, I haven't listened to the Lilith episode yet. That's tonight's homework. Oh. But did you did you and Victoria get into feminism stuff? Yeah. Okay, so I need to definitely listen to that because that's it, uh, we were I downloaded it. A little, little drunk. Really? They were a little drunk. Nice. How long does it end up being? Uh, hour and a half. Yeah. But it's like Netflix. You know, you download it if you want. Whenever you listen to it, it's whenever you listen to it. Mm-hmm. That's how I always feel with them. Because even like I stopped listening to Mark Maron for a while. And I kind of came back to it. I need to get back. Do you listen to podcasts? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, he does. Well, not much anymore. I, I had not I had bought a new iPhone, and then it took a bath. Did you fix that? Did you get that fixed? <clears throat> like, did you get a new phone? Couldn't get it fixed. So I'm using this really old Android, and I hate Androids in general, but especially, like, the second oh, one. Oh, I had that phone. Horrible. It sucks. Um, and you can't get podcasts directly from the Play Store. You need another app, but this won't run... Any apps. What? Every time I open an app for more than five minutes, it crashes. Even how does, I love mine. How does yours work? Because so. I always tell everyone to go on Google Play, and then I think you mentioned, you're like, that's not how Google Play works. I'm like, I never used it. I have Pocket Cast. So yeah, you, you have, have to, to download, download an app? a third-party app to access uh, them. It doesn't just have a built-in podcast. Because mine did. It's iPhone. No, I have this app, Pocket Cast, and I just go in, uh. and our show's in it. And every time I go in... It just uh, when it refreshes. I don't. Our, our I don't like it. Up. I tried to use it on my Kindle and just Pocket Cast. Yeah, won't. I hated it. This won't run any apps. No, iTunes did an update so. on the podcast app, and I don't like it. It just like, Jamie's gonna sell it. me her old iPhone. Mark's ja- Jamie Francis. Ah, <laughs> well, <laughs> she switched to the dark side. She got stupid fucking Samsung Galaxy. I S3. like the bigger screens, to be honest. The next one will probably have a big screen because that's the way they're going. I don't like them. I had a Galaxy S4 for a little while, and I have to like open. I have small hands. I have to open my whole hand to hold. Well, someone Ryan thing. used to have it. It was like a mini <laughs> tablet. The HTC One. I'm fucking. I fucking love it. I'm not like a big tech person. Great screen, great everything. Super, super fast. I just don't like the Android platform in general. I don't no. like the open source. I don't like all the widgets. I don't like. See, I love that. Stuff. That on every different phone. It's different. You don't know when you're going to get the update. I like a unified thing. Yeah, I just got... That's the beauty of it. What's the open source? The MacBook and the iPad all well, just blend and, seamlessly together, and they work. Nothing Android's got crashes. a similar thing going for it. Like, I think it's Windows for... Well, Android's more customizable, and it's open source, so people like you and me can develop apps at home. Oh, wow. And put them on the, the store. Um, and we can also design, like, different launchers for... Like, we can... You could write a program at home for Android for people to download, basically. With Apple, oh, wow. you can't do that. 
everything has to be certified. Do you know how to do that? Sounds good, but what you end up with in the app store is a bunch of bloatware, a bunch of shit that people created that don't know how to create things. Granted, not all crashes all the time. Stuff that isn't. What about tiny birds? Is that one of the thing? Chris is right. The thing is, like, people will develop apps, right, and put them in the Play Store, but some some of them aren't completely stable. Whereas with Apple, if you're going to submit an app, it has to be approved by Apple for like stability. And uh, everything. You know, you're not going to get any viruses right. or this. But or that. on and the other hand, there like, are so many different Android models mm-hmm. because from the cheapest like free phones a giveaway to the like oh, iPhone like, level right comparisons like that or like the Galaxies. There's different screen sizes, there's different hardware, and the developers have to develop the app separately to work on different phones. Mm-hmm. So they can't. Hmm. iPhone, you make an app for iPhone, and it works on all iPhones, and that's it. I, I just really like Google, and it's Yeah, Google, my brother's like you. Like, Google, everything is synced to yeah. Android, and I just love, like, the ease of use and the cust- customization of Android. So they make it like you got to get on, like, a team, and then you, you pick all your pro- – if you buy this phone, you're probably buy this tablet, this, whatever. Yeah, like, I have Nova Launcher on my Droid, and I can basically change every command. Like What launcher? Nova Launcher. So basically, I can set, like – Anything I do on my phone, I can customize it. From Computer factory. nerds like factory. Android better usually because they want to tinker with everything. I just yeah. want to open my box, turn it on, and yeah. have everything work and not have to worry about it. It's already beautiful. I don't need to change the way the hmm. icons look or whatever. Well, that's the thing, too, with, with Droid, though, is that like if you like it more simple, you can customize it to be more simple. Do you know what I mean? So but are you more of a nerd than in this regard, sir? It's not that I'm a nerd. I just like you. Just like what you like. I just like. I feel like with Apple, I feel like I'm always like it. It's all the interface is always clean, easy to use, simple. Like every Mac laptop or like Apple phone I've ever used. But you just there's not a lot of like my buddy Ryan room. hates Mac people so much. I'm not big on Mac it stuff. Ma- it makes him hate. The, I don't even think he cares for the product. I don't think he even dislikes the product. My parents are like hardcore to the grave Mac people. They had the first Mac oh, word processor that ever came. Mac out. sucked for so many years. And we have three old Macs in my basement. There, yeah. yeah, it took because I had Mac growing up, and <laughs> it was a joke computer for you years. You couldn't fucking play any games or anything. No, Sim City. <laughs> I can remember being <laughs> number like, munchers. That was the first like personal computer. Mac is mm-hmm. the one that brought personal computing and having a graphical user interface to the mainstream. Xerox invented like the mouse and the GUI, but Apple the GUI put a graphical user interface. Oh, okay, but I'm not that much. Apple older. put it out. Before there was a Windows. Then Windows said, oh, we can do that too, and they put it out. But Mac wanted to build the hardware and software to work together. So they built the box and the keyboard and everything. Don't yawn. No. And Windows wouldn't do that. So they just licensed their software to anybody who wanted to build. Same as Android. Mm -hmm. Google built Android and said, here you go. It's free. You can build any phone you want and put it on. So a million different manufacturers make hardware. That's not necessarily designed to work with it. Apple makes the hardware well, specifically when you to work buy with the software. When you buy a Droid, it, it comes, you know, out of the box. It comes. It's pretty easy to use, and you can choose. That's the thing is you can choose whether you want to make it crazy. Like I know people who have like ha- hacked their phones, modded their phones, done crazy shit. The same way you can jailbreak. Yeah, you can an jailbreak iPhone. an iPhone and do all that. But then you lose your insurance, right? What's that? You lose your, the, uh, your, lose your the warranty, warranty, which yeah, is your factory, only a year anyway. Oh, I'm way past. It's my, not going to break any of Contracts though, it's like this phone. When I signed up for the two year contract, it cost me like I don't know, like 50 bucks, yeah, or something. And I didn't get a warranty on it, but uh, I actually 
like a month and a half ago, I, s- I was holding it and carrying a glass of milk, and I spilled some milk <laughs> on the speaker. I was I was able to get it out quickly enough. But when I called Best Buy, and I was like, if if my phone stops working for some reason, like, what is it going to cost me to get another one? And they were like seven hundred dollars. And I was like, <sighs> I just I just started a new contract. I paid for the phone. I was like, even if it was a complete accident, like. They were like, yeah, seven hundred. Unless you have insurance, yeah. Because I already, you get the the phone price with you the get contract. a subsidy, uh-huh. right? So it actually costs Motorola probably five hundred dollars to make that phone. They're gonna make a two hundred dollar profit on it. The cell phone companies, Verizon, like if you have Verizon, they buy that phone right. for what you're paying for the retail price, seven hundred dollars. They mark it up. They sell it to you for two hundred dollars. When you sign a new contract, because they have you locked in, and they're going to make a profit off you for two years. But once they already have you locked in, if you lose the phone or break it or whatever, you have to pay what they pay, the retail price to Motorola or to Apple, which is 700 That's what I had to do. I used my upgrade, bought an iPhone that broke, used this for a while, then saved my pennies and bought an iPhone retail. Well, actually, I bought it used on eBay, but it still cost me 400 bucks. and a month later, I took a bath. Contracts are fucking. You, if you're gonna sign up for a contract, you need to know what you're getting into ahead of time. Like this I don't is, know what to do. I so you can get a no contract. You can do no contract with Verizon or like all the other companies that are out there, the small companies that advertise like, oh, unlimited everything for like thirty dollars a month. But <laughs> those people don't give you a subsidy, so you have to uh, buy the phone ahead of time. Right. So right. with them, you will pay seven hundred dollars upfront for the phone. Well, that's the thing. The yeah. price of the phone's not going to change, but you won't be in a contract. I and guess monthly this payments is are a lot lower. Advertising, but um, and we are in no way associated with Ting. But I hear Joe Rogan advertise for Ting all the time. Have you used I, it? I'm I know nothing about, about it. it, and I'm not endorsing it in any way. I'm just saying, I guess that's what Ting does. Ting.com. I think I mentioned it to you. You go. You have to buy the phone from them at f- at retail, so four or five hundred bucks, six hundred, whatever it is. But monthly, it's like super fucking. Cheap. So it works out. Because I'm paying a lot. Because right, right. well, I used monthly. to have Virgin Mobile, and I paid like Ugh. 150 bucks for my phone. It was <sighs> a, it was a droid. No, oh wait, a, the phone or per month? For the phone. Oh oh oh. And it was a yeah. droid. It was not that great, but it was only like 40 dollars a month, and it got the job done. You know, I used to have BlackBerry. I don't know. I was like, this is the best, and God was like, wrong. Use BlackBerry. In, at, They're gone. I think almost in their time, they were good until they were the, the first iPhone came out, and they, they were competing for a while. But then it I just... sold cell phones at the time that they became big, so most oh, really? people were coming in looking for a flip phone. But then you, you'd get businessmen looking for Blackberries, or they had Palm yep. trios. What were some of the... which I had, which was great. It had like a maybe three inch little do screen you, and a keyboard built right into it and a big antenna, like a chunky antenna. Do you guys remember your first couple cell phones? I remember all my cell phones. Not really. My first one, my par- actually my parents got theirs first. They were these blue Kia Sera. They were like bricks and it was just black and white, like chunky fucking phones. Yeah. And then when I got mine, it was like an LG flip phone from Verizon. Oh, uh, no, I'm prepaid. It was a piece of shit. I had a Nokia. I didn't know what texting was. Remember when texting first came out? You remember, do you guys remember? Barely. I didn't use it because you had to pay right for it. It came out right about the time that I first got my phone, but they didn't have texting plans yeah. yet. I was like so it was 14, like 10 15. cents a message. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I remember I had this vague memory of being with my aunt, and she's a potter. 
so she travels a lot for work on like to sell her pottery and being the old songs festival in upstate new york i don't know what year it was and she had the first cell phone i ever saw and it was the biggest thing you've ever seen like you have to hold something with your right hand and the phone you had to use your left it looked like the phone from lethal weapon well, it's like in uh, the Bad 80s phone. when they yeah. first came out. You had to – they actually had a battery pack. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she traveled antenna. so much. So it was like – I don't think it even worked. It was only worked for just emergencies. There like, were like car phones in the 80s, I remember. I remember car I, phones. I feel like that would built be in fucking awesome. Thing. Now – you have car phones. Yeah. Your cell phone can hook up to Bluetooth in the car. And you but what an odd idea! Like, who thought a camera in the car? We should. But well, the, co- the comedians of that of the eighties are probably doing all their bits about like car phones. Oh yeah. Now it was only the rich assholes that had them. The network was really small. You drop calls constantly, but they. Hey, had I'm them. in the car. Then why are you I was calling watching me? actually a rerun of Frasier the other day, and he's in his BMW <laughs> and has his little car phone. And I'm like, yep, early nineties for you. But my dad had like a flip phone when I was. Uh, I can remember going to football practice, and he gave it to me to call him when I was done. So that was seventh grade, and he had a flip wow. phone. I thought it was wicked cool. They called it the Bat Phone. The only thing like Batman anymore is like drug dealers use them as burners, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have like really crappy work phones. They're not even flip phones; they're like sliders. Yeah, but, but no burners are even still crappier. Guys tab- yeah, my first phone. I, I think don't know might what they do. Like your parents, it was a Kyocera. It was blue. It was semi-translucent blue. Yeah, had a black and white screen. And it was a prepaid Verizon like re-up plan. Was the or co- something. color like kind of like this? Darker, a little darker, like, blue. little darker. Mine was like navy blue, transparent. Yeah, it may have been the same phone. I had a lot but of different. I got phones. that freshman year in high school, so two thousand. Actually, two thousand one. Yeah. My parents still have those in their uh, top drawer. You should then, go see any numbers. Do you remember the razor era? Yes, yeah, I had those many broke razors. Broke so easily. <laughs> But they were so cool. They were so thin. They were great. That was the back when Motorola for was like really the at Razor the top was of their hot game. For a long time. The Razor was, was hot for years. Sidekicks, remember those? Sidekicks. Oh, yeah. Sidekicks. That was like kind of, of the first foray. That was like a BlackBerry for teenage girls. Because it did, it had a full keyboard and did like texting. It had a color mm-hmm. screen and stuff. I should oh. not say ghetto, but I because that's not. But a lot of ghetto I feel like people a lot have of them. like. Yeah. Kids who wanted to be cool because I just remember they, you know, you you hit a button, push it, and it would flip flip out. Yeah, Yeah, I never had one. T-Mobile Sidekick. They were really, they were strange. They were big for a while. I probably had five razors. I never had a Sidekick. Yeah, I I went from a razor to the trio, and then I had the trio. I don't even know what that is. It was like a Palm Pilot phone. I had two or three razors. Oh, Oh, I had a Motorola. Don't they they still make the razors? Did you have a pink one? Just a smartphone now. Don't they still make the razor? Yeah, they still call it the razor. Can you buy non-smartphones? Smartphone. You must, right? You can, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, yeah, we have phones, them. yeah. But they, even those technically have internet They're capability. They're really going... No, my aunt has, like, a shitty... Like, she though. got a phone at once. She's... I'll use the word frugal here. Cheap. She, uh, <laughs> yeah, in place of that word. And she uh, she just went to Walmart and got, like, a Net 10 phone. Because she's older. She's, like, 70-something. Yeah, if you don't need one. And it costs her, like... Nothing like twenty. There are some people that just don't care about that kind of stuff. You know? Yeah, my that my dad and my stepmother, I think, just like two years ago, got smartphones for the mm-hmm. first time. And I read something recently saying that the U.S. market, and we're like the biggest smartphone market there is. We were like the first to adopt it. Is only fifty percent saturated. Really? So there's another fifty yeah. percent growth that can happen. The age groups, the older people, and the younger people. Younger people that were too young for cell phones now are becoming of age to get one. Older people are starting to adapt the technology. My parents both have iPhone 5s. Now that 
technology is changing and the prices are coming down on like data and stuff and family plans, more people are signing up. Electronics always start off like at the height. Like a DVD player came out with thousands of dollars. Oh yeah. And then you wait a year. Like never buy a new TV. Just wait a year. I remember when technology. Blu-ray came out. I was dating this girl Chelsea, and it was Christmas time, and we went to Best Buy with her mom, and her mom was looking for gifts for her dad, so she bought him like a huge flat screen TV and a Blu-ray player, and the Blu-ray player was like. Five hundred, six hundred dollars. Now you can get one for like a hundred bucks. <laughs> you can get one for like fifty. Yeah. And that What's was only the, like four years ago. Five my, years ago. with anything. My man, TV like, in there. What is it? Like a thirty-six, forty-inch, or whatever. It was like three hundred dollars. Forty-two inch. That well, would have been like like that, I have my the computer. I I'm sorry. The TV I have mounted on my wall at home is a thirty-two inch. Yeah. Um, 1080p high def. I got it two years ago. I don't remember how much it cost, but I'm sure I could get a better TV for less now. You can get a oh, yeah. Have you seen the Guaranteed. smart TV? My friend James has a smart th- 3D smart TV. Mm-hmm. And my friend Ryan has one, and they're so that's, cool. That's what I want, the TV with Wi-Fi where you can do everything, Netflix. <sighs> Once Pandora. Apple makes it, Apple's going to make one. If they, don't. they probably will. It's got, like, how could they oh, not? They are. The smart TVs that's next. are no better than having like the Apple TV yeah. TV box or a Roku or something. What it's do you just think that it's, it's like, built right into the that's TV. That's the next thing, though. That's the future of... Media. I think it's Apple all, all non-physical, like no CDs, no blue. I hope it's not because I hate digital. that. I hate how Apple yeah. doesn't make like. I like having physical. I like CDs. Media. I still have my CDs out on a shelf. Like, if I just want random songs here and there, it's great to be able. Because I don't trust single. the cloud. That's but, why. Do you listen to CDs though? Like I burn yeah, CDs in my, my car, car. I listen to CDs. I burn CDs for the car. I like to have physical. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. to have the album covers. I like to look through the lyrics. Do you do vinyl? I don't do vinyl. I do. Mainly vinyl because guy. most of my bands don't release anything on vinyl. It's definitely a genre of specific thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a great like resurgence. That yeah. CDs are on the way out, man. Thing. When's the last time you walked into a store and buy it? Bought it? I mean, I do on occasion. Rare. A couple weeks ago. Like I, I bought some country CDs. You're the oddity here. <laughs> I haven't bought a CD in years. I'll, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I a lot of stuff I get, I download. And like, whatever, I don't give a shit. And like... I there's certain bands I'll still pay for because I yeah. love them. like the Black Keys when their album came out. I went on iTunes. Right Did you away. buy the vinyl? I'm pretty sure they have an album that says "Steal This Album." Yeah, it's not it's the name uh, of one of their albums. System yeah, of, System of a Down. Oh, and actually, it? yeah, the album cover was. Uh, but that was based off the book "Steal This Book." Yeah, which is also oh, no, it's the cover I'm thinking of is like this is an album from the, the Black, Black Keys. Keys. Yeah. Have you oh, ever yeah, saw the movie they did of off the book uh, "Steal This Steal This Book" uh, "Steal This Movie" with Vincent D'Onofrio? No. It's about Abby Hoffman. It's a really incredible movie. What's he from, Vincent Snow? Uh, he was Law on Order, uh, Law and Order, Criminal Intent. CI he got canceled. Is Law and Order over? I don't even watch Law no, and no. Order. Um, the original is SVU still going. Stabler left, though. SVU is the only one. Stabler did leave. Game of Chris Thrones? Maloney. No. no we're I don't the only like anything Wait. fantastical. You don't watch it? We're the only two people in America that don't watch it. But your wife watches it. Uh, I have to, every night, every Sunday at whatever, nine, I wait to hear screaming from the other room and assuming someone's dead. I don't like period pieces or fantasy, so that so wouldn't... That's the thing is, no. I'm not big on that either, but I yeah. watched Game of... I just I, haven't tried. I purposely didn't watch Game of Thrones yeah. until... Like two months ago, I, I did like, hear there was a lot of tits. It. So there's a lot tits of tits of the chance nudity. of dragons. A lot of fucking That's what it's nudity. Called. But there's I a Khaleesi it. doll over there. But it's good. not mine. Daenerys Targaryen is a babe. I've said it before. I know. I've <laughs> seen her. Uh, she's beautiful, but it was weird to see her. I don't know Game of Thrones, and I saw her on like Fallon, and she like has a cool accent and dark hair. Oh, I had no idea who she was. I was gonna ask you, what do you guys think of Fallon? Oh, how he's incredible. Doing? Incredible! He's fucking amazing! It's amazing! He's killing I love it. him. He's like the next. He's like he's for new our Carson. generation. But I he's Carson, this, but not an asshole. 
Yeah, I wouldn't even. Carson's say he's a Carson horrible fucking asshole. asshole. I like that he didn't him. completely change his show when he got the Tonight Show. It's still see, him. I thought it's just classed up a little bit. The problem was when Conan took over the Tonight Show. They took Conan, who's kind of an oddball, and they're trying to conform him to, to like conform. a Jay Leno, yeah. and it kind of worked. And it just I don't know. It wasn't Conan. They let Conan breathe, but Fallon didn't need Fallon, it. My mom and me and my great aunt, and then like. Like a little kid can watch the same foul get and laugh it so hard. Like him, I, I mean, like I'm on glad the floor. that I got to see him. So let's I know. I mean, on the floor before laughter. he did before let's, he switched, I got to see uh, late night. Let's go around the table real quick, starting with Topher. Your tonight show or your your late show hosts in order of how much you like them from the the one you like the most to the one you like the least. And let's do current let's or do all time current. Like let's do like Fallon Conan. Leno Letterman. Um, Letterman's my least you favorite. You could throw in Craig Ferguson if you want to. Letterman is my least favorite for sure. Yeah, he's just dry um, and a fucking asshole. He's dry. He's an asshole. He's not fucking funny. It really he solidified so that when I saw him on Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, he was like so disinterested. He looked like he was just exactly. doing it as a favor and didn't want to be well, there. That's his shtick like from shit. back then. That's the best word, disinterested. I, w- I didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never been. I've never liked him. Um, I really liked Leno, even though he kind of skewed more towards older people. I mm-hmm. think he's a genuinely good person. Yeah. I really liked his comedians and cars getting coffee interview. It was really poignant. I agree with you there. Um, uh, but I liked him. Some of his stuff was, you know, cheesy or shticky. But oh, we got to include his Kim, interviewing too. style was good, and his Leno? guests were always good. Yeah, Leno and he was well genuine. liked and respected and genuine and. He would call people out when he didn't agree. He I remember like him having guy, like yeah. Bill O'Reilly on and stuff and being like, you know, well, I don't agree with you. I think that you're being obnoxious. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, Fallon's definitely my favorite. For sure. He's Conan, sometimes I love him and sometimes I'm like, oh my what God. What about Arsenio, guys? I never watched the Arsenio Hall show. I, I guess he came back. I haven't seen George Lopez. Canceled. George Lopez, eh. stupid. Um, if you go through oh, the history Craig, of late night, there's I like been Craig so Ferguson. Craig Ferguson's fucking hilarious. I think he's, he's gone. I think he's funny, but he's gone. I'm not no. really big on Jimmy Kimmel as a late night host. Yeah. I used to like the Man Show when yeah. he did I that. Like actually, I'm actually a big Adam Carolla fan, and I listen I to his podcast. A lot Adam of people Carolla's don't funny. like him because they think he's a dick. But you, at the I end, liked the Man Show, and he's what made the Man here's, Show. Here's the thing with Carolla: he tells it like it is, and a lot of people don't like hearing it told like it is. His voice annoys me. Yeah, but he <laughs> makes more. he just. He doesn't fuck around. He just tells it like it is, you know. But for me, um, I only would go with Fallon. I missed the man show, by the way. Uh, Co- on trampoline yeah. at the end of every yes. episode. And it got bad afterwards. Oh, with who was it? Joe Rogan and Doug uh, Stanhope. That was a short-lived. But yeah, Jimmy Kim- Kimmel even says it. it's Kimmel not their did, fault. Uh, when Ben Stein's money. Yeah, oh that was God. great. That was yeah. great. Uh, Kimmel's an interesting story. Like he was a radio guy who just fell into TV. Yeah, he's not. I don't like him. I mean, he's all right. For me, I like Conan. I like Fallon. And I, I like Conan a lot. I, I never think. cared for Letterman. Never cared for Leno. Never cared for Fergus. I just a late night was never that important to me. I just like, and I don't even watch Conan. Still, I, I only just watch, the watch internet the clips. I like the whole genre. Tonight, this, I like the variety. I have to say, Fallon is the first time I'll like watch the monologue, watch the gas, and watch everything. Even with the Conan, Fallon's I like. Great. You never know what's coming next with Conan. Yeah, because I like the He'll fun have a guest game. on and be like, "Let's play a game," and then they play a game. And that's Those what I like. Part. He it's pulls so great awesome. guests. I hate watching interviews. They're fucking and bullshit. You know no, what? He gives a pretty I, good interview. I like interviews. But did you see the Billy Joel do wop duet? That no. Did? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, actually, let me. Uh, I'm sorry. Larry Sanders is the greatest television host of all time. By the way, <laughs> Larry Sanders. I think Carson's the greatest of all time, but he was. Sanders was a televi- fictionalized television show. I don't know Gary enough Shandling. about Carson. I long for those days, though, when, like, 
They'll Hollywood never. was glamorous and like they were smoking on stage and like drinking booze on stage and just chilling, doing whatever the fuck. It'll never happen again because like now, when Carson was on, he was the only one on. Now people are so PC politically correct shit, yeah. and they're worried about what their kids are gonna but see. This, and how smoking's bad, drinking's bad. This is bad. That's well, bad. You it can't is bad. say this word. You can't do that. Well, well, I, get I, over it. I will say this: let I, people make their own decisions. I think I, you know, I I used to smoke cigarettes, but I don't anymore. I quit a couple years ago, and I only smoked I love I, cigarettes. I only I don't I only smoked for like a couple years, a few years, like three years. I smoked for, and I actually was old enough to smoke in restaurants, but I didn't start smoking. Oh, remember those until days? Until I was like, I started smoking when I was like nineteen, but I missed the window. For smoking indoors. Well, who are your your and, host? Though we didn't finish this because after I've listened to some of our uh, when you weren't here, I was like, man, I need a co-host because I always start stories and don't finish. But who are <laughs> your Who are your uh, late night people? I mean, Fallon has got to be number one for me right now. He's yeah. funny as hell. Yeah. He relates to the younger demographic. He's just a real dude. He's on top of his game. I'm gonna be if uh, okay. Jimmy Fallon's number one. Conan for me is number two. I just like his goofiness. A lot of people hate hate how goofy he is and how silly he is, but I actually really like it. Yeah. Uh, I also like how he has Andy sit on the couch and kind of <laughs> chime in. I love Andy. Um, Andy Richter's funny. I think you were dead on with Leno. He's a genuine dude. Yeah. People like him. You can't really say many bad things about the guy. Well, you could. I mean, and people have. But you'd well, be grasping at straws, though. You'd be making fun of his voice or his. Well, it's the Conan thing. How he got no, Conan, the late well, night. That, yeah, yeah, but it's but show business, man. You know, it's like. It's and he yeah, I don't give a shit either. I'm sure, almost none of it was his. Was in his control. No, some of it was. Len- Letterman's definitely. My, it's time for Letterman to retire, and I know he, he is. is. He is. And I was going to bring up Colbert. I think what it was time. Oh, I love the Colbert. I love Stuart. I'm going to. I'm going to go on record as saying that no Dick Cavett for anyone. Really love Ellen. I like generous. I just. Oh yeah. I don't like. I, I don't think of her in that light. Not like, like in that genre. But yeah, no, Ellen's well, this, awesome. She's daytime. She's daytime. Technology. Ellen's she awesome. could. Oh my god. And she well, could hate, do nighttime. She she should take over for Ferguson. For the record. Yeah. For the record, I fucking hate Oprah. I want to be on record as saying that Oprah yeah. Winfrey is the most overrated. Like people fucking. Grovel at her feet. My mom's gonna be so mad at you right no, now. I don't, I, look, everybody's <laughs> I don't entitled to their opinion. Black America is gonna hate you. I just you know, hate a lot of people. black Americans hate her too. Now. I'm, no, I'm, the world is gonna hate me. I just black. I'm going on record cool. as saying that I don't like Oprah Winfrey. She's, I think she's full of shit. Every time she says she likes a book, people go out and buy it in in flocks. The power of love. Yeah. It's bullshit. She has her, her name. She has her own fucking magazine with her on the cover called every month. Oprah Magazine. <laughs> she's got an ego. She's on the cover. Isn't every it just month. called O? It's called yeah. O. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. But um, I was just gonna oh. say, as a daytime host, I think Ellen is just oh, like Ellen's great. Her personality and as a person, she's, she's so just real. so real and genuine. And I love she'll her. plug things that aren't sponsoring her just because she's she like likes a genuinely them. good person. You, Telfer, she's you might done so much for the LGBT community. You're of my age yeah. group. Did you watch her original sitcom, the one where she came out to Oprah on? Before it got it got bad when she came out because it all just turned into really bad jokes about being gay. When did she but, come out? Oh, nineties, late nineties, early. 2000s. I mean, everyone knew yeah. it wasn't a secret. Quick, but. quick aside, I love how Portia de Rossi and her t- like because I watch Arrested Development. They're so cute. They're so happy together, and it's just great. Except she looked weird Except in season it four. It surprises she's me that gorgeous. Portia de Rossi is a lesbian. I look she's, at her, I'm like, good lord, no, she's w- hot. I mean, that's such that's a thing you. But like, season you four, she looked weird. She looked older, she did, but like way older. She's a she's oh she's gorgeous. She's hot. You see Better Off Ted? It was like a short two season program. Yeah. I don't know what it aired on. I watched it on Netflix. Really funny. What is it? Called Better Off Ted. Better Off Ted. It's just it's really funny. 
Any just, Netflix recommendations that, for the uh, listeners? I watched around. the greatest movie ever rolled, the Doug Benson documentary last night. Just Maybe. name like a handful. Uh, Bob's Burgers, come on. First three I seasons, saw... Scrubs, West Wing, Futurama. What about it? I don't know. What about you? What are some of your Netflix go-tos? Um, well, do you watch Docs or anything like that? I do watch Docs, usually historical stuff. I Anything they have J- on JFK, I've watched. How did I? Anything on 9-11, they've watched. How did JFK die? I like watching conspiracy theories because oh I am God. not a conspiracy okay. theorist, and I like hate guys? them. So I watch them just to kind of make fun of how they could make a whole film for two hours. <laughs> saying that, like, George you're talking Bush, I hate to. George Bush, but he didn't orchestrate 9-11, okay? Yeah. But some people will say he did. <laughs> have you seen uh, Zeitgeist? I don't yeah. think so, no. Which one? There's two. A few. Well, there's Zeitgeist one, and which explores 9/11. It explores the Federal Reserve. It uh, explores something else. And then there's religion two, which is called. I think it's called Moving the Zeitgeist Forward. Is that the one about it's like a sequel? How it's about how the sun. And it was like religion came from no, astrology. It's, it's, about, it's about the world economy, basically. And yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't know. The re- I don't um, understand. The some documentary world. filmmakers will admit that they're full of shit, though. There was one. Made in the mid-90s. I forget the guy that did it. I think it's called Kurt and Courtney about Kurt Cobain's oh, death. Oh, yeah. And how Courtney definitely, like, must have hired a hitman. And, like, this guy that was supposedly hired as a hitman, they interviewed him. And a few days later, he turned up dead and, like, all this stuff. And it really made it seem like she definitely had him murdered. And then yeah. two years later, somebody asked him, so you really think that she had him murdered? And he was like, oh, no, she committed. he committed suicide. Yeah, he was See, depressed. So they just made this documentary to kind of show it could have been the other side, but he but, was yeah. like, yeah, I don't, well, so I made the movie. I don't believe that. That's the thing about documentaries though, is that like you were kind of talking about Droid being open source and reliability. Even on Netflix, there are documentaries where like the three of us could go out and make a documentary about anything, put our bias yeah. on it and put it out. Exactly. And like, you don't know how accurate, like Led Zeppelin's my favorite band. And one of their their most successful bio- band biographies called Hammer of the Gods, written by Stephen Davis. The lead singer, Robert Plant, has the book's been out for like 30 years. He's never read it, and he's like, I won't read it, because all of the guy's sources were like people that were like loosely associated with the band throughout the years, like, you know, roadies, heroin addicts, like people who didn't know the band that well, and yeah. apparently a lot of this shit <laughs> isn't even true. So, so that he, thing about the fi- the shark and the woman is so not true. I, I own the book and I haven't read it just because the lead singer says it's it, the whole thing is bullshit. And you like, never unless you get a story from the source, you're never gonna know. <laughs> even then, you're not last even year sure. I saw the Eagles made a documentary. Did they? Um, I love the Eagles. Me too. Can you? That's like a actually, childhood thing. Yeah, we'll cut it out. I fell in love with the Eagles last year. I had known all their songs, but. Because there's different singers on different songs, I never realized it was the Eagles. So um, my ex-girlfriend's dad was really into them, and um, I had just gotten back from New York City with her, and he called and was like, "Hey, the Eagles documentary is on Showtime. You got to watch it." Mm-hmm. It was a two-part, like three-hour-long extravaganza, but they did it. They pulled from their archives. They're doing the interviews, it's so it's the story straight from the source. And I fell in love with them after that documentary. I went to see them last year. That's no like fucking my way. summer. You saw them. I saw yeah, them. It had to be amazing. in Mansfield. So good. Did they play Hotel California? I know that's cliched, but was it? Um, the documentary was called History of the Eagles. So this is the history of the Eagles tour. So they did the whole thing as like a history. They played for three hours straight. Three um, fucking hours. My girlfriend at the time and I had bought lawn seats 
And then her dad called and was like, I'm going to come out with my wife and see the show. Well, then you sell your lawn seats. And he bought us um, box seats. So we were like 10 rows back in a box with a waitress bringing us beers and stuff. So What venue is this? It was in Mansfield at oh, the Comcast Xfinity. Center. Yeah, Comcast. You know what's funny? You mentioned that because um, Led Zeppelin was coming under fire because Robert Plant, rec- the singer, recently said he didn't want to tour anymore. And he did a Rolling Stone interview, and in the interview, he talked about Don Henley. He talked about the Eagles, and they were like, "Why don't you want to tour anymore?" And he's like, "I'm not a, I'm not a jukebox." And he's like, "I'm not, we're not the Eagles." And he said, "The Eagles are playing and touring still because they're bored." And he said, "I'm not bored." He said, "I'm not a jukebox." He said, "the the the music's made," and he's like, "I'm, I'm over it." And then Don Henley fired back, and he's like, "I'm not touring. We're not touring because we're bored. We're touring because we love what we do." And he's like, maybe Robert Plant's getting a little too old to unbutton his shirt. He <laughs> doesn't think he has the, sh- you know, the chops anymore. I but agree with Don Henley. I think that if people didn't want to see them and weren't buying tickets mm-hmm. and they were over it, they wouldn't do it. I don't. They don't need any more money. They're not doing it for the money. Exactly. They don't need any more fame. Same with They're the Stones. For the fame. I've They're, said they should hang it up. People still want to see them. But the Eagles are still on their game. I saw them. They played for three hours. Most young, like young current bands won't do three-hour sets. No. Not at all. Yeah. And they did it in such an eloquent way. They came out, they brought some old people back that used to be in the band that aren't any longer to play mm-hmm. on a couple songs, but they came out and they all sat down and they started at the beginning. And they told story. It was like storytellers the whole time. They would tell a story of how they formed, videos played behind them of archive footage and For stuff. Me, and that they'd would sing be... a song and tell the story behind the song and introduce people that used to be in the band. The some Eagles weren't invited back, but a couple were. A huge, like, I'd love to see the Eagles. I'd also like to see James Taylor. The Eagles are coming back. They're going to be at TD Garden in September. Are they? I think. <sighs> see, tickets that, are almost sold out, but wait. they're on StubHub. I'm willing to pay like three to four hundred dollars to see them September? again. September that good. The Black Keys are coming to the Garden too. I think the same month. If if you can go to the Eagles, go. <sighs> they were incredible. And I who saw, knows? They're on the sixties now. Who knows how long they'll be? Around. I saw Foo Fighters so. at uh, the TD Garden, and I was literally the closest you could be. I was up against the guardrail. How much that cost you? Um, I think it was a hundred a piece wow. on StubHub when I That's saw not bad. my first big concert, Van Halen, a uh, hundred and forty, it may have been a hundred and sixty dollars a piece, uh, worth every fucking penny. Same with actually every big show I've ever been to: Jack White, Bob Dylan, where'd you um, see Jackie? Foo Fighters, all StubHub. Jack White was at um, UMass Amherst Arena. Uh, oh, nice! I have a um, huge list for this year. Oh, what's your summer? Series. Huge list because of what you'll actually go to. Well, there's like, what you want to. What, what I really, actually... most years I make it to a couple concerts, and of course, Goo Goo Dolls are my favorite, so I go to every show they have around, and that's kind of what I've done. But there's so many bands that I've always wanted to see that I haven't been able to see. Like getting to see the Eagles last year really lit a fire under my ass to see people that might not be around forever. So like John Mellencamp's coming, I want to see him. I want to see Aerosmith finally because who knows? Steven Tyler could die tomorrow. <laughs> He's not looking good. He's not looking good, but I want to see them just say I saw Aerosmith. Um, There's a lot of country shows on my list because for the past three years, I was dating a girl that hated country and wouldn't come with me. So fuck her. I'm going to go finally see some summer party fun country shows. Obviously, Goo Goo Dolls are coming around like five times again. I'll go see them. Um, My new girlfriend really likes Leonard Skinner, who I was never really into besides the two songs everybody knows, but... She wants to buy tickets and go, so we're going to go see them. 
So I'm just going to try to make a summer full of, like, outdoor fun It's like, just an experience, you know? Skinner would be a good time. You're going to get a lot of older of people. What yeah, is... I mean, Skinner's not really my deal. I like country good. and I like rock, but fusing them together is a little so weird to me. I wasn't here last but. time, so I'll ask you just because I wasn't here. What's, like, one of, like, like say one or two of the best concerts you've been to? And they, it could be for personal reasons. It doesn't have to be because they put on the best show, but just experience-wise. The best experience ever was the Eagles last year. It was just phenomenal, especially right after seeing the documentary and getting to know them. And Is that on Netflix, by the way? It's still on Netflix on – no, no, no. It's still on Showtime On Demand, so if you have Showtime. you know what it's called by on. chance? It's called History of the Eagles. I have to just part one and part Creative. two. It's so well done. Any others? Um, so the Eagles was definitely number one. Um, the next – I guess the next two are tied. They're both Goo Goo Dolls shows. Um, really? But for different reasons. The first one, because I didn't have tickets to the show. It was on December 1st, 2006. Two I of my remember. friends had tickets. I didn't have tickets, and I wanted to bring my friend Shana. She didn't have a ticket either. So we were like, well, we're riding to the city with you. If we can get tickets day of, great. If we don't, no big deal. We'll hang out in Boston until right. you're done. So I went up to the ticket booth. It was at the Orpheum Theater, so nice small venue. Nice venue, yeah. It had been sold out online for months and months and months because it only fits like 2,000 people. I went up to the ticket window and said, you don't happen to have any tickets left for tonight, do you? And the girl looked at me straight as face and goes, I have two, but they're in the front row. Is that okay? Are you fucking kidding? I was like, What? Seriously? Are you serious? Like, that never happens. I was like, like, like as what? if you were going to be like, oh, I can't. No. Like, no, I don't no, really want to. No, be I, right. I wanted to go. Yeah. I she was like, bleeds. and I don't know. So if, what are the chances? I don't know if she was saving it for somebody that looked like a bigger fan or if she thought I was cute or what. But I swear to God, the people in front of us <laughs> had asked for tickets and she said, no, we're sold out. I don't know if he needed more than they had or what. But she when I number. got up there next, I was like, do you have tickets left for tonight? I just need two. She for you, like, I do. I have two, <laughs> but they're in the front row. Is that okay? Uh, I was like, you, yes. should, you know what you should have done? You should have bought two and told her to come with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was bringing my friend Shayna. Uh, so she was okay, waiting yeah. outside with my other friends. Actually, they were in the corner mall hanging out. They didn't think we were going to be able to get tickets. This and I Orpheum? was like, how much? How much? Like, I'll pay you $200 a ticket. She was like, no, they're like 50 bucks, like all the other tickets. I was like, sold. Gave her the money. Wow. So I went inside with like the sad sap look on my face like, well, bad news. I was like, they only had two left, and they were in the front row. <laughs> Shannon's like, are you kidding me? That's fucking unbelievable. Meanwhile, my friends that had bought them through the fan club months beforehand were up in the fucking mezzanine. We're front row, right in front of the bassist microphone, and there's no barrier at the Orpheum. The seat's here. The mm-hmm. stage is here. So I was, like, drumming on the stage at one point. Like there's still kinda. YouTube videos. Uh, Johnny answered a phone call. Somebody was on her phone. He like took the phone from her, stopped the concert, and was like giving the guy shit that was on the phone. And then he dropped it and he caught it on his guitar, but he dropped it right in front of me, and I had my hands out like to catch it in case he mm-hmm. missed it. So that was just an incredible experience. That was the first time I had been that close. That was before I had met them. That was just like, and they were. St- I mean, profound. 06, They were still. They probably still were kind of so relevant. Good. They're still relevant. Well, they're still relevant. That's not what but I mean. They're but they're on the radio. Well, are they still on the radio? Yeah. I don't listen to the radio. On the radio. Much. Um, I think most people would think they're a one-hit wonder, but you've proved wrong. They're like a 20. They have the most top 10 hits in the Billboard chart history. Were you a Smashing Pumpkins fan? Actually, 
Um, yeah, my I friend, I like some of their songs. To see them like last year, and I guess it's kind of like the lead the lead singer is the only one of the only ones left, and I guess yeah. it's kind of like his show. Like it's he's he's been known to be a difficult personality, yeah. but not oh, like Billy the, Corgan, not yeah. the creative genius difficult personality like uh, like, you, like a Frank Zappa. Who I'm I like some but of their songs, but they're weird. I don't yeah. like <laughs> too much. They're I don't like weirdness. I don't like a lot of. Like assimilation and but that shit like Google. weird. I I don't want to listen to a th- song and have to think really hard about what it could be about. I just want it laid out in front of me. Like this is the song. This is why I wrote it, and this is what you should get out of it. But interpret it how you want. Yeah, I don't want to have to sit there with a thesaurus going, "What the fuck could they possibly <laughs> be thinking?" It can be fun though here. to like, uh, like listen to a song for years, not know what it means, and then find out what it means. Yeah, and have had. Or you get the opposite where you you build the mythology within the song, and then they're like, "Oh, it's about my cat." Like, oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. to this day, the Eagles have not said what Hotel California is about. People That's have all good. sorts of crazy notions. Mm-hmm. And even in the documentary, Don Henley was like, listen, sometimes you need to write songs, and some of it is for them, but some of it's for you, mm-hmm. and it's never for anybody else to know. If I, But some people think some really weird shit about that song. I think somebody told me once, oh, the song's about mental illness, and Hotel California is, like, being trapped in mental illness. Like, you can leave, but you can't get out, and, like, you're trapped with it forever. And he's like, it's just about, like, the California culture of that time. And it sounds a lot like an affair That's head. it. Uh, it's about a hotel. But that's the thing, you, Chris, you and I talked about arguing with lack of proof, like yeah. of conspiracy theories. Yeah. Can, or uh, with Nate. In the Nate episode, we talked about uh, the Saved by the Bell and how if yeah. you don't have the actual answer, you can make it about anything you want. Yeah, especially that song, because you're never going to get the answer. I mean, They're all true. mean whatever it means to you. If you interpret a lyric differently, that's fine. But I still like to know the story of why. Right. They wrote it, which is like I always liked storytellers. And oh, like VH1 NBC used to do those and if, stuff like that. If I could highly recommend Superfast, a couple docs before because I'm gonna forget on Netflix. One's called The Art of Rap, and I'm not actually even a huge rap fan or a huge hip hop. I think fan. I saw that. I'm really not, but I do like some old school stuff, and it's actually a really great doc that talks more about like how like the science behind oh, the history of rap, like or? lyrically how they come up with their music yeah. and like how it started, and uh, a band called Death. Um, oh, I want to see that, but they are sad, right? They're three black brothers from Detroit who started a punk band. But brothers, as, were they related? Or yeah, they were brothers. three brothers in brothers. the early 70s. He said it in that way. You could go either way. They recorded seven songs, and then later on the oldest brother died. And then, But that's not a spoiler. Well, that's they tell depressing. You at, at the beginning. Yeah, it's supposed to be depressing. Well, they tell you know right away. And the whole movie is about the two brothers finding, like, having the masters and, like, kind of bringing it back to life. Was it the Highly, band actually called Death? The band was called Death. And that's the reason they were they were unsuccessful is because no one wanted to, you know, at the time. Yeah, but a band called Death, like highly, highly recommended. It's a, especially that, with music. There's always the album that slips by. Did you see Anvil, the story of Anvil? On uh, another one is um, Last Days Here. There was a band called Pentagram in the '60s or the '70s. They were like pre-Sabbath, and I guess they like were about to explode and take over the world, and then they just disbanded. And the lead singer or guitar player is like a heroin addict who lives at home with his mom and his dad now, and he's like in his 60s. And they go visit him to like try to get the band back together. Oh my god! It's it's really really good. It's a terrible industry. Oh, they're so mean to each other. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's for a for lot every of the music and the movie industries are for every one band that makes it, there's just a hundred thousand. The moon and stars have to align, and it's not even just like a talent thing. It's just like everything happens to line up and then just works out. I heard someone was talking the other day, like they were saying, why is uh, TV more? Why do movies fucking suck now, and TV's, and TV's awesome? Better. 
but like you were talking about sitcoms and how the sitcom format was so fucking big for so long. Now it's and then changing. In like late '90s, early 2000s, like post Friends, post oh, Seinfeld, all that shit. Like it starts to slow down, and they went to the realistic. They went yeah. to different shit. There's and so now much t- reality TV, TV and is so much better. TV is great, now. and yeah. studios could put out a shitload of movies <laughs> back in the day, and now they only put out a few in their big budget. Yeah, those, yeah. Well, movies move in like waves. Like I movies think that, fucking, la- these days, movies. Man, well, last year was the sucking. most movies produced ever in the history of the world, but a lot of them were the go- all the good ones are small indie films on VOD. Exactly. But like all the blockbuster. Well, now they're all focused on like international markets. It's all about like China. Are you guys Wes, Wes Anderson fans? No, That's a complete off topic. No, no, not even a little. I've just been on a kick. I really. liked. Um, I heard Huckabees. Yeah, Moonrise Kingdom. He did the Royal Tenenbaums. Victoria liked the Kingdom one. Uh, what is his new one? The Grand Budapest, Grand Budapest Royal Hotel. Hotel. I, I just, like his movies, but him as a person, he's, he's kind a of fucking a asshole. Quirky, weird I don't guy. know anything about him. Yeah, well, John. Len- we talked about this already. John Lennon was an asshole too. Hmm. John Lennon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. that's the thing. You can you, see that. You don't listen. A lot of musicians are fucking assholes and movie stars, but. Yeah, yeah, that's not why you pay but for their shit. Generally, I just don't. Know I literally them. will not go spend money on somebody if I don't like them. I used to like the Police. I thought mm-hmm. Sting was really good, and then I listened to an interview with Johnny Resnick. It said, "What was the worst celebrity encounter you ever had?" And he's like, "You should never meet your idols because most of the time yeah, they're fucking right assholes. Here. You're always me so let down." Sting, before the Goo Goo Dolls were famous, like right before Name came out and they were about to get big, he met Sting somewhere and he was like starstruck and was like, "Oh my God, you're such a huge influence on our music," and he's like. Don't blame me for your shitty band. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's like, you know, really? You're going to say that to somebody that's saying they're a fan of yeah. yours? Like, what a dickhead. And I'm happy to report that I met my idol, him, and he's the nicest person in the world. So when I listen to interviews or watch TV shows. Oh, you met Sting? No, no Johnny Res- Resnick. Resnick. Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck? I don't yeah. want to meet Sting. I'd probably punch him <laughs> in his fucking ugly face. But. So I He's like meeting people money, that are though. genuinely good. And if I read an interview and I think somebody seems like a douche, I won't go there, even if I like them. Like Bob Odenkirk. I like him, but his politics are terrible and his attitude is terrible. So I don't like him as a person. That just happened with Jack White. And I, I love Jack White, but he made a state. He was going through it. Why was he making fun of the Black Keys? What happened was he was going through like finalizing divorce stuff and like private legal stuff. And in some emails, he said to one of his friends privately – that the the black keys never would have existed without the white stripes, let's and the black keys made they did say uh, that's probably oh, true. We had never heard you know the white stripes, but he was basically saying that like basically he just shit on them, and uh, they like you know fired back, and then he issued a formal apology saying he didn't mean it. But it's just weird how things are now. Like even the whole like Donald Sterling thing, like that guy, like that guy made a horrible remark privately that was clearly a ruse like he was recorded and then put out there and then we focused all this outrage on it i was like i don't give a shit who this well, guy is and what he thinks well even pat carney the drummer from the black keys said like, oh was he the one who got in trouble with beaver because he was like attacking him on twitter oh, that's pat funny carney? yeah well, that's I funny i just know that pat carney said like you know people say fucked up shit behind closed doors all the time all, supposed to see the light of day most things aren't like right. we are all by the time this goes out into the world we've both listened to you know, one of us will listen to it, and at the end, if Topher wants to, can listen to it, and then pick and choose what you want to put out there. But like, there's a microphone in front of me. But well, like, see, oh my god, I say the most thing. horrible things ever. To, Mike alluded to this earlier. I forget exactly what we were talking about, but people not like sugarcoating things and just saying like they 
are. The That's way I am is I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to lie to anybody. Definitely. I call it like I see it. I either hate things or like things. There's no gray area. And if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. And that's just the way I think and believe. And if you have a problem with it, fuck you. I don't care. The thing is, like, I feel like some, like, well, we had this issue on the, when we were talking about racism <laughs> uh, with Nate. And I was, I was saying some, we were talking about some things we, that were a little uh, dicey. cut some things out. We cut some things out. But the thing is, like. Nothing bad. Like we didn't cut anything bad out. It was just more of continuity. Being, being mean to people on purpose is one thing. Oh, but it's just, fun. But no, but like. Sometimes but, it's fun. But just. The boy, we were sitting around and just speaking your mind. Like you got to be able to just. First like, of all, you should be able to take some say. criticism. Secondly, people should be able to say, you know, but like people a, are like, well, you're gonna turn people off to you. One of my friends once told me, you know, people either love you or they hate you. There's no in between. And I said, good, that's the way it should be. There should be no gray area. Like, oh, Topher's all right. I want them to either love me or hate me because you either like agree with me and think I'm cool you're and you want to hang out or. You're not, or yeah. You're not on board, and you think I'm brash and whatever, but at least, like, that's better than me faking it and having some fake friendship well, or fake relationship with somebody that's based in half-truths and, uh, you know, sugarcoating. The best relationship advice I ever got from, Awful. from an uncle was, like, when you meet a girl and you date a girl, just be yourself. Don't try to be exactly. more, more polite. Don't. don't well, I mean, exactly. you should be polite, but don't They'll try to be so, someone you're not. Don't try you to are. be someone you're not. Do you remember when um, the guy from The Sopranos kills himself when he drove it off the bridge? Uh, the detective who gambles all the time in the bro- gets caught in the brothel, and then Tony's talking to the madame who ran the brothel. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah, yeah. she's like, he really liked you, Tony. He's like, me? Why? He goes, well, Tony Soprano, you always knew where you stand. I think that's exactly how you just described yourself. Like exactly. Whatever I you think of Topher, I want to tell people where they stand, and I want to know where I stand. And if you don't like me, fine. You I can call care. Topher a lot tell of things, me. but a liar is not one of them. I hate either at work or at, in my relationships in the past or whatever when. People pretend one way, like they're fine with you, like, like you or whatever. Then you find out they're talking shit behind your back. Or then they're telling so-and-so who tells so-and-so who's trying to get you in trouble for saying something. You have a problem with something I say, come to me, tell me you have a problem. Right. I w- still won't care that you have a problem with it, but at least then I'll know. Yeah, I'm not I mean, going to stop being who I am or saying what I think. Be a Tony's because it, Were we racist? We weren't racist in our episode. No, I I was saying we were talking about racial issues. Yeah, it's 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 tricky. No, well, because like you know, we put our name on this too, and we also all need to gain employment in the future. But but that's what I'm saying is you shouldn't have to censor yourself. You shouldn't. No, you should yourself or apologize for what you think. Um, Yeah, I guess it depends on the thing. No, but that's the thing is like if I say something, it's a a private conversation is different than this though. But it's not. It's no, but okay. In but some it, ways is. it is. In you should be is. the same whether you're in public or private. For example, you should be the I same. Have example. the same. I just said I, I hate Oprah. That's a very unpopular. Oh, that's a good, but but it, hating Oprah is an individual that we don't know. But like, you, like it doesn't matter. I don't want to put my name on this with you. Not that you would, but if anyone's going to come on here, like I wouldn't invite someone and like and denigrate like a group of people. Like I can't put my name behind that. I don't believe that, and I want to find employment in the future, and I don't want well, to be labeled yeah. no, racist. Nobody's going to come on here and be like, "Black people suck." Gay people suck. Right, 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 right. We have invited those people. On However, here. people like that do exist, and those are the people that yeah. I usually say to. You know, that's where it goes back to believing things are either right or wrong. Yeah, there's nothing wrong if you're gay or if you're black or if you're Spanish or whatever. And if you think there's something wrong with that, you're an idiot. Fuck you. Right. Get away from me. Like I don't want. Be I don't have claim. room to deal with people like yeah. that. You can have a problem with. Things certain people do. It's like the old Chris Rock skit. Like this, is, yeah. Like that's one of his most famous. Black people. He has come out against that skit very immensely since. No, really? But, 
there's yeah. truth to because it. of moments when white people like this start saying it that hey. whatever you're about to say is the exact reason Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle quit. like no but well, it's true I, I know there and this is why I hate to it. it you can't segregate a whole group of people yeah. and be like black people suck I hate black people no yeah. as or I hate gay people but I you actually, can say you know I don't like the people that dress with their pants down what? their asses with chains around their neck and their flat brims backwards like causing trouble in the streets that's tough. that could be white people too but too many people boil it down and be like yeah. I hate black people that's why it's not right because there's a, a difference there was some validity in what chris rock said because the same argument can be made for feminists like the vocal minor like the minor yeah the, the group you hear the most bad shit about yeah like yeah. feminists a lot of times you hear about hardcore aggressive feminists who hate men yeah and they're on the news and that's what you read so people get this i haven't read that in years but i'm sure well but in truth a lot of people who want gender equality are very sensible you know people most the vast majority it's the same with any demographic gay people who are super super flamboyant give gay people can give gay people a certain yeah yeah black people any culture any whatever who behave a certain way poorly tend to it's true. It, that's how stereotypes you know I mean? come about. Exactly. And that's why there's some truth in all stereotypes, but they're also very dangerous. Much and too broad and right. I like the good in ones comedy it's funny. In comedy a stereotype's yeah. funny. Or see who loses a day in the life and they had Russell Peters and never heard of the guy. And he's selling out like the O two in London, which is I don't know how many people, but like a lot. More than the T D. Like two T Ds. And then he comes to America and it's just like Oh, you know what was weird? I was in New York over Memorial Day weekend, like, and um, I drove by a billboard for some guy I don't know his name, and he, he's some type of singer for music I never heard of. I still, some Spanish dude. Thanks he's, for narrowing it down. But he <laughs> he sold. Oh God, I don't remember anything about it except seeing this billboard. He sold out Yankee Stadium for two nights in a row. Never heard of him. It's probably Paul McCartney. No, no, no. It's like a Spanish. It's like that same thing with Russell Peters. Like that very niche. Can exist. Dude, everybody that lives in the Bronx bought tickets because they're the only ones that listen to that. The Yankee fucking stadium? The Goo Goo Dolls couldn't sell that out. And no offense to them. Like, you have to be like Paul McCartney, Billy Joel, or like Jay-Z Wait, and Eminem. Wait, what, what venue? Yankee Stadium. I... You have to be the biggest oh, artist nights, that big. Two for night... two nights, yeah. That's no, what, Dave for Matthews' band doesn't can sell at Fenway, but Fenway's half the size. Fenway's tiny yeah. yeah i mean but that's just so that culture could exist and i could have just be completely but I russell mean, peters is one of those because we know what is we know what i know here, it was just know? amazing it, me and my friend ryan were like blown away by it like driving through like i don't know have you ever driven to new york like yeah i was driving through this particular drive was going to new jersey yeah we're going to jersey this particular day so it's like the fucking uh 95 whatever cross bronx cross bronx express fuck it was it was the worst drive and you can see life. the back of yankee stadium the, from the, the road. george washington bridge by the way mm-hmm, mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. nightmare Oh, dude, it was miserable. Blame Chris Christie. <laughs> yeah. It was always I never miserable, though. Driving over the George Washington Did you bridge. see John Stewart's thing about that? And he's like, you come to my state with corruption and all you got is a bridge? Amateurs. Amateurs. <laughs> American Hustle. Film and Lister. Was based yes. off of this shit. Did you see um, the White House Correspondents' Dinner this year? No, how did Joel do? So good. I love it him. It was hilarious. I see that. It was good. You need to go onto YouTube and watch it. I heard so he cracked good. on Obama, get him out. He cracked on Obama a lot, but he cracked on everybody. He yeah. got Chris Christie a million times. He was like, which one do you want, fat jokes or bridge jokes? I got both. And Christie <laughs> laughed. Too. I love like, how, He was a good um, sport about it. But he's gonna Obama run. was Obama's funny as hell. I like how he was really on um, 
uh, two ferns between two ferns with Zach Barackos. Yes, and he and he, he got him. shit for it. Yeah, he did. Even though he was trying to like get oh, fuck off, not you, you know. but like people who gave him shit. Yeah, like, exactly. But, fuck off. He was, but during the correspondence dinner, so he was like, "Wait, this isn't right." And assistants brought out two ferns and put them on. The, he's like, "That's better." He's mm-hmm. like, Do you all believe the... they gave me trouble for going on between two ferns, trying to get the word out to young people? And he basically called Zach Galifianakis fat straight up, like yeah. a few times. Oh yeah. Well, he made fun of his drone policy pretty great. Mm-hmm. Like, just he's like, "Oh, so they mean about drones." <laughs> <laughs> so great. That's I mean, anyone in that public he's figure. Done, like, he's done Valentine. I remember like yeah, they all a couple of years ago yeah, he, did he did this did bit where he was like I mean, Clinton slow jamming the won news. because he went on Arsenio Hall and played saxophone. Oh my god, Fallon and Obama slow jamming the news was hilarious. Hey, and Fallon's the truth to Fallon because he had Chris Christie on. Remember he makes a joke about running for president? He's like, baby, what we was like, not here, Jimmy. Really? <laughs> like he brings on everybody. He's not Brian Williams is funny. Oh, I bet he still can. Brian Williams is really funny when I he's love on film. When they make he's fun the of him, serious on... straight guy on TV. But God, is he? When funny. they make fun of him on Thirty Rock, like he's this really? mysterious, um, really? he's, he's really character. Like... His daughter is gorgeous. Oh, Allison. Yeah, Allison. she's on Girls. I love that show. I, it's I'm so disappointed good. she never gets naked. Everybody no, she else won't. does. <laughs> no, the just fat le- girl gets naked. Just Lena Dunham. <laughs> Nobody ever else. It's always <laughs> it's always her. I've that poor girl, girls. but it's a I've great show. I've seen her tits more than I've seen my own. You get to a, I've never watched a show. I'm like, come on, Anna. Seriously, why are you? Why are we eating cake on the toilet? <laughs> but it's a great show, and like the end of the season was so amazing. But that kid, uh, Adam, is gonna be in fucking Star Wars. Really? Is one of Apatow, one of Apatow's daughters in that show or more? No, his daughters are like little girls. I thought his daughters were. In the He's not a producer or executive producer or something. But no, his girls are like his daughters. On this, they're in this is forty. This is 40 was Which great. I, didn't I see. love Paul Rudd. Yeah, me too. He's great. So you're wearing a Batman shirt. Yeah. Ben Affleck, Batman, thoughts? I, I don't care. I think it's be great. I, I like him. Look, I think he'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, I love fine. Ben Affleck. I, I think he'll do fine. I don't like to shit on a movie until I see it, because like, you just never know. I want. I mean, I feel like no Batman movies are going to be as good as the Christian Bale ones. And people said that because after... Because of the way um, that they were written and directed. Oh, they're perfect. And with Heath dying and everything. But they said that after... Uh, who was the good one with Danny DeVito and... Was Michael that? Keaton. Yeah, they said after Keaton. So, you know, I well, hope it's it wasn't good. again for a long time. Yeah. So, you know, it's probably I mean, going to suck. Who are we kidding? Affleck could be the next, like, George Clooney as but Batman. You don't, Love do George know, Clooney, but not as Batman. Directing? Do we know who's at the helm? I don't. I do not know. Uh, I don't know. I, I hope it's good. I mean, I hope everything's Netflix, good. It's not that good. bad. He, he, he hey, was, the town is he's great. He's a very own. good actor, and he's a great director. Yeah, he's still Good Will Hunting. Gone Baby Gone was fantastic. Good Will Hunting, he and Matt Damon wrote. I know. And, the I mean, and Argo were both great. Clerks 2. Argo was uh, so good. Mallrats? Come on. Those are, yeah, those are old he school classics. Killed it. I love Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yes. He has Have you seen, like, Too Fat for 40 and his stuff on He's a genius. It's funny because you don't watch. The, what's the show that comes on after The Walking Dead? I don't know. Comic Talking Book Dead? Man. Comic Book Man. I don't I watch it. That. I don't know. I don't watch that either. That doesn't seem like my cup of tea. No, I don't. Well, Nate wasn't the comic guy. He kind of knew a little bit. We mm-hmm. haven't had. My brother-in-law likes comics. Did you guys see X Men? The new one. No. It's really good. I heard it was. My brother exactly. wants to go see it. <laughs> really I told him good. I'd take him. It's like really good, but it kind of erases the first, the third movie. So that never happened. And I don't know about the second one, so I was kind of confused. I just remember confused. the first one being super popular. The first two were great. The third one sucked. And now the third, the director's in some hot water about possibly taking advantage of young underage boys. Ooh. What? Who's the director? Brian Singer. Did he used to be a priest? No. <laughs> <laughs> just a dr- Hollywood director. <laughs> uh, it was fucking great, though. I, I really, that was a good experience. 
I want to see that. Well, I saw that, and I want to see a million dies, ladies to die in the, the West. Yeah, that looks like I'm hearing. Oh, what the hell's the name of that? The new Angelina Jolie movie. Oh, Magnificent really or oh, Mag- Malefic- Malefic- Maleficent. Supposed to be good. Maleficent. Maleficent. Supposed, supposed to be good. Uh, one of our coworkers saw it the other day. Which one? Karen. Went Wait. to the drive-ins and stuff. Karen? Or no. Karen. Karen. I want to see Godzilla. K-E. Yeah, I'd see Godzilla. IMAX 3D. My brother has that shirt. It says, I. There's a picture I love of Godzilla that Tokyo. <laughs> I, I love like, Tokyo. Fucking yeah. Alex always with the good shirts. Can I would admire your cat for a moment. Yeah. That you looks bitch. so comfortable. Is that where she's been the whole time? I just want to go yeah. curl up next to her and take a nap. It's she's a asleep on top of the couch. <laughs> She looks so peaceful, and, and she looks like a mini cow. We say that all the time. If I drive by cows, my cat's black and white. I don't know if you ever put pictures of her on Facebook. We can get a picture holding she her. She needs to be the Let's Chat mascot. She doesn't like to be held. We're going to have to like take I've a noticed. selfie with your cat because yeah. Victoria's not here. No, I already figured I'm going to take a picture of the both of you guys. She doesn't. Um, We tried to get my friend's dog to be on the podcast, and just my dog wasn't playing. Arr! Do you remember she when kept the mics. very first episode, Daisy came on and talked about Obama's Afghanistan policy? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> she ran away. <laughs> what do you think of uh, Obama's actions in Afghanistan recently? I don't know. Or no, she probably went, uh, and then ran away. This She's like five now. How about the controversy about releasing the prisoners to get our soldiers? Hey, has back? anyone watched Homeland? I'm they should be sure serious. That, that was a long time coming. He was captured for five years i don't know anything about it didn't we give up people in guantanamo we gave up like five prisoners we had to get one of our soldiers back you see homeland what if he's the next brody who's trying to kill biden just throwing it out there what i, I guarantee like... you they didn't just let them go and they're not gonna know where they are right? they let them go and know where they're going yeah. and they know who they are and they're not gonna let them off their radar they, they, they got some gps built into them but you know republicans what? are like oh they're nuts all gung-ho about it like how dare he let those people out like basically fuck our marine that's stuck over there like he's been gone five years we don't miss him anymore you can't let those five people out yeah whatever bush was gonna trade missiles for a prisoner of war once really? missiles <laughs> Well, Jesus. Why would we give him missiles if we're not going to make any money? <laughs> What's the deal with George Bush? <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I mean, I voted for Obama twice, but this recent thing, he just di- there's kind of a controversy with Afghanistan. I guess he uh, oh, keeping troops. They're in? keeping. I think the number yeah. was like ninety eight hundred or ten thousand troops. Nine thousand eight hundred. So it's for, not really for, ten thousand for the next two years. But they there's like a little known clause in that deal, I guess. That, that we're says, never leaving Afghanistan. Well, basically what it says is like, oh, and by the way, like asterisk at the bottom in the fine print. If during those two years, for any reason, we need to like extend it and like stay there longer or like basically go send more troops, then we don't have to explain why. Like, Oh, right until he's out of office, huh? Right. Basically, it was a thing where he was like, yeah, we're going to extend it two years. And like if we need to do more shit, we can. Because nobody wants to be the guy that stops something that could have stopped something. Like, so you don't want to be the guy that stops like – To me, that's a red oh, flag. Oh, of course. But that's – anyone would do that. Not that it's right. I'm with you. But that's – every politician's a piece of shit. I'm sure there were a lot of – people behind that that weren't him going you have to put this oh in for sure yeah it's part but ridiculous. there's a lot that we don't know i there's a lot I'm not in afghanistan i don't know I, that's sad what's going more. on over there i don't know we still have you know i just have to trust that if they need ten thousand troops there then they need them there and they should Which be they there don't. we but have we, armed force forces and pay them for a reason we have military bases in almost every country so why is this different we we're still in germany because if we didn't people would be nuking us fucking left and right the world America. does not like us. I, I wonder why. Because Team. we're the best, and we know it. 
I've, I, I was listening to Anthony Bourdain on the Nerdist today, and um, he was talking about Tokyo. He's like, you th- you come from America, you think you're the best country, and you're so far ahead, and then you go to Tokyo, and they are 20 or 30 years ahead of us technology-wise. And then he goes off and talks about how their toilets <laughs> shoot warm water out of them to clean your buttocks. So that's how you should judge a society, by their toilet. <laughs> so we're ending the episode. <laughs> we're, uh, it's really good. I fucking love Anthony Bourdain. That guy's the man. No, they I'm just added Parts Unknown onto uh, Netflix, Netflix. Yeah, which I haven't. I, haven't I started it, well, you know, reservations. Is once it's on there, it's like I'll come around to it. I remember when me and Victoria started dating. We were watching a reservation on Netflix, and uh, they do a New Jersey episode because mm-hmm. that's where he's from. And the last scene is they go to Jankarelli's, which is in our hometown, and Mario Vitali walks out, and she like almost fell out of bed. She's like, <laughs> "Oh my fucking god, that's my hometown bakery!" Oh, um, I. CNN did a list of the 10 burgers you need to try this year. Number one was Harry's Burger Bar on North Main. Really? One in Boston. Wait, I didn't who did really the list? CNN. Wow. And, but there's one in Boston I wanted to try. But it was weird because the way they described it is like, this gem, unique, whatever, just like Ted's Steam Cheeseburger in Meriden, Connecticut. I was like, that's where I'm from. Yeah. Why do all the burger places follow me? A brand new burger place just opened in Worcester that I tried. Wahlburger? No. No. I want to try Wahlburger. Mike Never? C no. said it. Mike Canseco came out and said it was just, a, you're, it's like Five Guys, but Mark Wahlberg owns it. This I like Five Guys. place is called The Fix. Uh, it's on Shrewsbury Street. I went there about a week ago. Phenomenal. I was expecting like a cheap burger joint, like $5 burgers, whatever, like Five Guys, but it's like mm-hmm. a nice sit down. You can order one of their prefix burgers or you can like build your own. And you have two choices for beef. One is like ground, top, certified Angus, black, sirloin, or whatever. And the next one's like locally sourced, grass-fed, blah, 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 blah. So I got mm-hmm. that, added whatever toppings I wanted. Then you get to choose a sauce. I chose bacon gravy, which pretty much just looked like somebody scraped bacon fat off the grill after they cooked bacon and put it in a ramekin. But was it fucking good? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never had a lox burger. Best either. burger Lox's I've had in a really long good. time. I went to Rogue Island over the weekend in the arcade, which mm. was really great. And just shout out to that place because I, I really <laughs> free liked advertising. It. Yeah, this might be a franchise, but they it's make the, some best of the best franchise in the world. Had. Yeah. Really it's overpriced though. It is. It Do is. you guys ever have In and Out? I like no, it, but, but you know what? In-N-Out. I'm going to California in August. So. Yeah, try it. You'll definitely try I it. I saw right one when I was in Vegas, but oh, there wasn't was on the Strip. I could see it from my hotel, like behind the Strip, and I didn't know how to get there. I have been to White Castle. I just never went. White Castle's horrible. But after seeing Harold and yeah, you got to go. I made the journey. White Castle's terrible. It tastes like cardboard. No, Indiana. Oh, I went to one like Yonkers. Steak and Shake is my favorite all-time. There's fast one in food Boston now. We don't have. Is there? Never been. What? It, I think there's two. I'm it's going to in, Boston um, right now. Oh God, I, I can tell you the neighborhood name. I, I love Steak and Shake. I don't know the name of the neighborhood. The last time I looked, the closest one was in New York City in Times Square. So the last time no, I, I drove by city, one. We were going to a Are French sure restaurant. Steak and shake? Yeah, because I was with Lily and Victoria. We were going to a French restaurant, and then maybe it's not Boston. What's a town north of Boston? Is Norfolk uh, north? The one Conan's for Brooklyn. It was in Brooklyn. Brookline. It was in Brookline, technically. Man, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah. I love Steak and Shake. Frisco melts. When I moved to Illinois, there might be two. I ate there every day. I swear to God. There might be another one, but I know um, In and Out, Flail. F- f- no, what's the one Chick-fil-A. that hates Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A is called Cranston. Chick Fil A, you know, can't again, taste hate. Very bigoted, blah 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 blah, whatever. But their foods. Fucking delicious. I know. You're the like, oh, I hate everything you stand for, but God damn it, I love your milkshake. There's one in New time. Hampshire oh. at the Pheasant Lane Mall. I've been to that one, but before that, I had only ever had it when I went to see my grandparents in Florida. We'd always go to Chick-fil-A. Not I've on never, Sunday. 
I've never not on Sunday. Nope. Day. Closed on Sunday. Why did that guy have to do like whatever? You don't like gay people, but it was such an odd statement to make. Just being a fucking asshole. Well, I, I think he was trying to appeal to people who believe what he believes, and I think the people who believe what he believes are slowly minimizing. The All right, so last two questions that always take a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what are your uh, – well, guys, let's talk about Rogue Island. What are your favorite restaurant? Well, I know we asked – whatever. What are your favorite places to eat at? Anywhere ever. Anything oh, new? Well, Carnivores in Milford, Mass. is incredible. Carnivores is delicious. It's Wait, like we a barbecue joint. Or just in, it is in, in general. We, they just opened up a new place for. in Milford, and it's so good. Now that it's like it. summerish weather and it's warmer, and I am a bad New Englander, I hate seafood. That's part of it. They right. sure do. And this is Massachusetts. Yeah, we're better than California though. And uh, everywhere has your Jersey. Connecticut's I don't think very every self- state has ego though. No, Connecticut's very states. self-deprecating. Like, I, no, think, I think Massachusetts is fucking full of themselves. And I'm a so, mass resident lifelong, yeah. so I'm That's because that we have reason to be. It is a very average state. We do have a concentration Highest of like in education, people. highest in medical. You wouldn't know that from some of the people I've met in my employment it's, it's in your true, state. Though. Some of it the best true, hospitals. Though. Yeah, best you're talking like hospitals, best Cambridge, schools. but Mass is a big state. Alumni, yeah. Actually, it's not really that big well, of a state. Big or than Rhode Island, which is the small, which means state. nothing, which is a really small. It's state. funny because Western Mass and, e- and Eastern Mass are so different. They really are so yeah. different. Western, or even like Western we talked Boston. about that last Eastern time. Mass. Western yeah. Mass is like its own world. It's New Hampshire like, and Vermont it may like, as well be Vermont or New York. Or like it's like its Spring, own world. Springfield. Western Mass is crappy. Whoa. I've never been. Yeah, beautiful out there. Have you guys ever been? Out I'm to not into trees place? and mountains and shit. I grew up closer no. to Western Mass than I did to Boston. <clears throat> Springfield wasn't far from where I grew up, so uh, Northampton, Amherst, the Berkshires, really nice. Amherst is nice. Berkshires are Fucking nice. Huge. But Fucking huge. For the most part, I'm not a trees and mountains kind of guy. Give me a city. Really? Yeah. They don't have any good cities over there. Holy Give me a city yeah. or a beach. I could live on the beach. I really... I can do an area. My dream... I don't, I don't want to dream way big to unachievable big. levels, but I'd like to have a summer home on the Cape. That'd be great. How Massachusetts could you be if that's the dream? Or a new, yeah, or a Newport, but the Cape's better than Newport. The sweaters they put around their necks. Mm-hmm. That's such a Massachusetts <laughs> thing. Like have your home and then your home in the Cape, which I get. I'd love to have a second awesome. home oh, as a summer cool. home. I'd, I'd love, love to, to have, have one warm, white shingle house. I don't want to give up driveway. having four separate seasons. I don't want to like move to Florida and live yeah. on the beach because then it's beach all the time. Thanks to global warming, special. Yeah, we may not have summers anymore. Thanks, Obama. might be gone. Thanks, Obama. He started this global warming, right? What an asshole. It's all a ruse. Still don't believe it. <laughs> doesn't exist. I think Al Gore started it, actually. The kids that's outside want to be on the podcast. There's a school not far from here. You have a very ethnically diverse neighborhood. That's the beauty of living in a city. It's not a bunch of white folks. It's a melting pot. So uh, did you guys talk about your favorite places to eat? No. No, but we, we cover you, you and I away. cover that every time. Yeah. Rogue Island's my new top dog. Rogue Island? Ro- it's called Rogue Island. In that, the that's beer, though. Isn't it? It's a restaurant in the arcade. Have you been? I, which I had never been to because it was closed the whole time. Never I even here. heard of it. It it was like a building that had closed. It was a historic building. I'm thinking of Rogue Brewing. That Sorry. was like closed forever. That they re- renovated in the financial district. Check and it it's out. like got like shops and restaurants. It was really cool. I want to go back to Harry's Burger Bar now. After reading that article, I just went a few weeks ago. And then, so um, God, this time you're giving me some barbecue. The I one with the onions. Uh, it's got like the onion strings on it. In Swiss. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So What's weird, because I always go to Harry's because they have the half off from 3 to 5. And then the final. Oh, yeah. The I, if it's between 3 and 5, sometimes I'll go off. alone, get a burger Fuck, and fries dude, you could, if you, Even if you get, like, a drink, you're spilling, like, 
spend like eight or nine dollars. Mm-hmm. And if it's like two people, you're spending like if you go to Five 16. Guys, you get like fries, a yeah. drink, and a burger. It's, it's like, like 11, 20 bucks. 12 bucks. Yeah, it's expensive. It's expensive. But I saw, oh, we went to go see Neighbors, so we went to Five Guys first. Oh, how was that? Dude, so funny. Yeah. Those guys got it over. So remember the movie, we asked you the movie question. Do you have a different answer this time? If you could rewatch any movie again for the first time to have that experience. Oh. Every time we talk, we always have different answers. I, I'm holding strong at, with Departed as my number one, but if I could pick another one, I would probably say... God, I love that movie. God. Departed's a hell of a I good movie. I didn't think you were going to ask this again. Maybe... Um, we had a Boston answer recently. I'm going to go old school and say Mary Poppins. Okay. Oh, Didn't expect cool. that. Because I saw I remember seeing it as a kid and believed in the magic and thought yeah. it was so, like, to have that feeling again, like you're a kid and it's magical and she's really floating down the stairs and whatever and that kind of warm, cozy feeling you get yeah, watching I, it. I'm going to go Mary Poppins. Did you see Saving Mr. Banks? It's kind of a letdown. I did. It was okay. It was it was interesting to yeah, see it was the... Just very that glim- and I good. love Tom Hanks. He can do no wrong. I liked all the actors. I thought the story was cool. It was just, you know, it was I very, it. very. It was good. I'm not gonna watch it again. You did know, you pay, did you pay to see it? Yeah, I, I paid money. It. it was like American Hustle. Very good. I'm not gonna watch it again. Oh, I loved American Hustle. It was very, I watch it again. I will watch that neighbor over and over and Someone over and over by. again. I, I was like, oh yeah. People the best here. part of American Hustle, besides whoa, oh that's never happened before. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> Sorry, one of my cat. Perch, the, uh, the only cat perch I own that got dropped off. Fell out of the window. Fucking bell. Um, the best part of American Hustle, besides that it was in Boston and that every good actor is in it, is that I had no idea Louis C.K. was going to be in it, and then suddenly he was in it, and he played such a not realistic version of himself. Like, I love <laughs> at the end. Uh, so meek. Where he leaves, and Bradley Cooper's like mocking him and yes. his body language and on the couch making fun of his facial expressions and stuff. <laughs> so good. That was good. That's great. Do you have an answer for that one yet again, Mike? I always say uh, like a Casablanca Pulp Fiction or some yeah. like maybe Reservoir Dogs. Um, Goodfellas. Yeah. That's a good one. Goodfellas is one of those movies That's if it's on TV, I don't care where it is, I'll stop and watch it. There's just so many though, you know? Oh, man. I wish I like what I you said. Movies. I was thinking about the maybe even no. I don't even Toy know. Story, but I don't remember the first time I saw it. But I remember loving it. Toy Story turned out great. I was right to love it. Well, the it first Home Man. Alone that was magical as a yeah. Kid that. I'd like to see that. I just for the saw first him time again. His band Macaulay Culkin. Did you see the guy put off stage? He has a band, the Pizza Underground. Does yeah. he still look like a no, heroin addicted woman? He's he's put on the weight again, and he's he would, it was actually pretty fun. Yeah, he got booed off the stage in the UK. Yeah, but that was stupid. I saw yeah. them, and I I think I saw a it. picture of him recently where he had the weight back, so he looked healthy, but he had, like, his fingernails painted eight different colors and, like, 75 bracelets yeah. on him, like, a scarf, and his hair was, like, in front of his face. He had sunglasses on. He still looked like a really reclusive. He's a weird dude, yeah. Weird. He, he was. He had shaved on. He had a traumatic life. Things. Yeah. Well, I mean, child actors. His know. parents stole I still can't believe Mila Kunis fucked him. I, they it, dated for like two years. I know. Or something. Really? Kunis is beautiful. Yeah. I didn't know. But How this did, was yeah. back like what? Like this was some years ago. They only broke still. up a couple of years ago. Uh, Russell really? Brand told a story about when he was filming uh, "Forgetting Sarah Marshall" with Mila Kunis. She kept talking about her boyfriend Mac. Her boyfriend Mac. My boyfriend Mac is coming. Oh, Mac, 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 Mac. So I'm expecting this like big tall bloke to come in here, like all beefy, and kick my ass, and. I go, that's not Mac. That's that 
fella from Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin. Where's Mac? You do his voice so well. Russell Brand. Awesome. He's hilarious. We did. Well, thank you. And come back and we'll see how well you perform. How long did we do? Well, I'm glad Mike we was here know. this time, too. 